called Troll 2, yet they call them goblins the yes. whole movie. <laughs> no point in the movie did they, did they ever, ever say, say troll. troll. Yes, Not that once. is a fact. Uh, the they town called them goblins. was Nilbog, which is goblin yeah. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first note. But I also, was like, what? <laughs> what I want to know is what, at any point in time, did that girl's boyfriend have to do with any of it because Nothing. at the very beginning he scared the little boy at the because he clearly got the wrong room yeah because he was climbing the ladder to get up to her room yeah. and then she was like won't you come with me tomorrow he's like yeah and then he doesn't show up but yeah he's in an rv <laughs> right with, with his, his friends with, his, with his buddies drinking mountain dew gentlemen welcome to episode nine of the columbus uncut podcast we would like to welcome you as caleb and i bring you current events sports beer guests and all things columbus ohio unfiltered and uncut uh as always you got our hosts here we got myself sean and caleb we also have a special guest tonight luke my college roommate luke robison he is bringing you this amazing sound that you should be hearing in your headphones and your car stereo right now. Uh, he was an audio engineering or something along those, those lines uh, major in college. And he was my roommate in college and one of my best friends and the best man in my wedding. So uh, he's here joining us tonight. Luke, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself as we get started? Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> so... Um, well, uh, I'm a Columbus native, uh, born um, actually in Cleveland, Menor, Ohio, and oh, then. Uh, before you continue, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Menor is, is the that, is worst it? town known to man. Hey, well, something good came out of it, so. Uh, hey. yeah, well, yes, you, yes, but I go up there once a week, and every time I go up there, everyone is the meanest of all people in That's the world. That's a rich I town. Swear. Well, I, I don't doubt that. There I mean, is not one nice person. Lake effect I, for one. I, so, And I think that's a big part of it. Because, everybody's pissed off. Yeah, it's freezing cold. I lived up there, <laughs> dude. It. It's a horrible part of Ohio. It's literally the worst part <laughs> I don't, of Ohio. I don't want to go off too far. And I know you were doing your intro, but as soon as you said that, we didn't talk about no, that before. Fair enough. Uh, born there, uh, moved at seven, and haven't never gone back. So Perfect. That, <laughs> Let's keep it all, that way. Well, we're going to keep it that way. So uh, my family and I, we relocated. Uh, from Mentor to uh, the Southeast Columbus area when I was around like eight or nine and uh, a little place called Lancaster. Uh, my family bought uh, acreage plot of around like 15, 16 acres and then built a house on it. So uh, I was uh, I was always outside, you know, hunt, either hunting with my dad or paintball with friends, four wheelers, dirt bikes, you name it. It was just a fun um, experience uh, growing up there. So the, the winter of my senior year, in high school, um, I went down to Ohio University in Athens, Ohio, uh, and that's where I met Sean and uh, became best friends uh, as we were owning the beer pong tables uh, and eventually became roommates 
uh, when we started college. So it was, it was pretty awesome. But my undergrad degree was in audio engineering, which is really just a fancy word of saying music recording. Um, but I got to work with some pretty cool local bands, uh, learn the industry real well, and, and that's how I was able to make um, audio sound good, you know, uh, clean, clean, crisp, and, you know, pleasant to the ears. So um, it was a fun experience. Highly recommend that program, uh, the audio engineering program. But uh, we graduated in uh, 2014, and that same day, both Sean and I, we commissioned as active duty second lieutenants uh, in the Army. And uh, I was a transportation officer, just like Sean. Um, and I was actually stationed up in uh, Fort Drum, New York, which is uh, the home of the 10th Mountain Division. And from there, I was able to do a tour to Iraq with them in uh, 2015. And then uh, I slowly transitioned out of the Army when we got back from that deployment. And I got out in 2017. But uh, now I'm you know, happily married to the love of my life. Uh, Meg, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you for your love. Thank you for your support and putting up with my ass <laughs> on the day to day. But we're, we're back living in Lancaster, Ohio right now. And um, I, I'm an uh, independent sales rep for a scientific research company out of Boston. But I also uh, do wedding videography and photography. So uh, I love what I do. I'm blessed uh, to be able to do, do um, those jobs. And um, yeah, now I'm here. Love it. <laughs> and now I love he's it. here. Well, and th- I think the best part about this is obviously our sound is so much better because you're obviously a sound engineer, which is exactly what we needed because yeah. right. <laughs> the sound quality of our episodes prior to this was absolute garbage. <laughs> and that was Sean and I with no experience trying to get it done. Now we sound like pros. And uh, so, yeah, it's awesome that we can welcome you to the podcast for all future episodes absolutely i'm here for the we have a we have a permanent producer we'll call you and sound engineer love it and uh so it'll be even better when uh even when we have guests and when we do every episode not only will you get sean and i's point of view but we'll also be able to jump in and ask luke for his point of view (laughs) on all the different like like the the when you talk about the radio shows it's like those the background sound guys literally the producer yeah Yeah. they're always like Oh, we got to get the producer in on this. And that's exactly what Luke's going to do for us. It's great. Hey. There we go. I love it. It's exactly what we needed. <laughs> All right. So before we get too far into the episode, you guys know what's next. We're going to beg you for follows, right? So mm, come on and uh, follow us on our Twitter at Columbus underscore uncut. You can follow us on Instagram at Columbus underscore uncut. You can follow us on our, or you can actually join our discord and talk to us and uh, give us your listener feedback and uh also we'll put some stuff out in there as to what's coming up on future episodes you can also get on our teespring where we have certain merch such as uh hoodies glasses pint glasses coffee mugs t-shirts all the good stuff it's the holiday season you're probably looking at something to get that loved one your family your friends well why not get them someone something to rep Columbus Uncut? How right? about it? That's what I'm getting every single one of my family members. I mm. already bought my parents hoodies. So did you really? Yes. No kidding. And they said that's what they wanted, so I bought it for I them. I love it. I'm yeah, legit awesome. getting everyone a crew neck. Right? It's Ooh. gotta happen. Well played. It's it's amazing. So um if you have any issues or any questions about finding any of these links or how to get any of these to any of these websites, you can go to our link tree, which will post in the show notes and that'll take you uh to basically a website where you can click on our instagram our twitter our discord or our teespring just to go to those websites so 
as we get this episode started, let's talk go over what we're going to be talking about. So we will have our beer segment led by Caleb, per usual, uh, going over a great beer tonight. Looking forward to that. We will have our food segment, which will be going over Yabo's Tacos, which was the card we drew from our deck last week. And we'll have a Columbus sports overview, quick sports overview. This is a big week for Columbus sports. Big Don't week. know how quick it'll actually be then since <laughs> it's a big week. Big week. That's right. That's why we've we've kept the topics down to a minimum because it is a big week. It's hate week, which is what I've titled the episode so far in our notes. So, uh, Also, we will just do a little Thanksgiving recap, kind of talk about what we did for Thanksgiving. Um, and... Also, we all, three of us, watched Troll 2. So we will be giving our thoughts and (laughs) reviews on (laughs) Troll 2. And if our reactions to even just saying the title of that movie gives anything away to what this conversation is going to be like, it's going to be a good one. So let's jump right into it. Uh, Beer segment, Caleb. Okay. So not going to lie, we have done this brewing company before so there's not going to be as much news when it comes to the facts of the brewery i still found a different fact that i didn't name in the first one that's pretty interesting so i'm gonna name that but i am gonna say this when i got this beer i was hoping that we wouldn't choose this because it has cherries in it and i'm not a big cherry guy but i'm hoping that maybe this will change my feeling on cherries so Today, we're drinking Trogue's Mad Elf. Uh, it is a holiday ale brewed with cherries, like I said, honey, chocolate malt, and subtle spices. And the subtle spices are cinnamon, clove, and allspice. So I'm going to take my first drink. I saw you guys take one. So Like the dang powder puff girls of beers. Sugar, <laughs> spice, and everything nice over here, bud. Okay, I'm not getting a lot of cherry, so I'm actually I'm okay with it. Are you all right with it? I'm I'm actually not against it. Now, before I get too much farther, I know we can't see it because it's in the bottle, and we haven't poured it into a glass. But this is actually a red beer. Normally, we've had like those goldens, like a sour almost, huh? right? Or those like light yellows, or the you know piss brown, as yeah, I like to say yeah. when it comes to like my favorite bush light or anything like that. Uh, but this one is red in color, Th- and this is the kicker, 11% alcohol. This is a big Ooh. boy, okay? This is the biggest one we've had thus far. Which is nuts, right. honestly. Because prior to this, we've had a couple nines, uh, maybe a 9.5 in there. Like, we've gotten yeah. up there. This is an 11 guy. We're going to be feeling <laughs> This is a big <laughs> yeah. boy here. I'll probably have two of these throughout the episode, yeah. and it's going to be... <laughs> We're gonna be lost rolling, in the sauce for well, normal. I tell you, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't taste like an eleven percent. I know it's very no. smooth. It's actually wild, and from the first taste I took, I did not think that I thought it was gonna have like a real bitter, like aftertaste, you know, to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like those high percentage alcohol beers, except for Bodie, which we talk about obviously all the. T- I feel like this yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, we're having a beer every segment, episode. You yeah, say Bodie. Exactly. Fire, by the way. Uh, had, a, had it the other night. So good. Love oh. it. Absolutely Best love beer. it. It's great gaming beer. If we could get a beer to sponsor us, Bowie, it would 100% be that. Because that's 10. what we used to start every episode by drinking. And then we would just get into like Bud Lights, Miller Lights, Bush Lights. <laughs> you know, it was just Bodie was always the starter because then 
you could talk about anything. Yeah, but guess what? They're not sponsoring us. So on to Trogues. On to Trogues. You're right. Uh, Fun fact. This beer is available in bottles and cans. Oh. 12-pack cans. I'd like to see the can. I know. 12-pack cans as well as uh, 6-pack bottles. No 12-pack bottles. So Interesting. Either 6-pack bottles or 12-pack cans. Um, The facts about the brewery, Trogues, like I mentioned before, it did open 24 years ago by two brothers, which we talked about, the the Trogner brothers. Yep. Um, but Billy this and is, Jim. I don't know if it was Billy and Jim, but I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, you always look at me like it's so definitive, and I believe you every He's time. He's so convincing. It's kind of like I, uh, not that long ago, we were talking about something with squirrels, which is so random. Squirrel and facts. he literally <laughs> said something, and I went, are you serious? And he was like, yeah. And I looked at Emma, my wife, and I said, can you believe this about squirrels? And he just starts busting up laughing. And I was like, why are you laughing? And he goes, I don't know that. Just, I just yeah. made that up. And I'm like, dude, what? Are you kidding me? Like, God, you and Mike shook on the boat. Literally, yeah. He's uh, been doing oh, yeah. this for me to me for 10 years. I was going to say, so you know exactly oh, what I'm talking about. Absolutely. And I fall for it every single time, too, like yeah. an idiot. So. It, like he just said to the Bodhi, we were like, I wonder what this tree is. And he goes, oh, don't you know that's the Japanese tree Bodhi? And I'm like, oh, dude, I would have never known that. And he goes, yeah, I don't know that either. I'm like, dude, you're an asshole. <laughs> Um, oh man facts are all about perspective (laughs) right so (laughs) they started with the two brothers now they're all the way up to 250 employees oh wow so it's a big operation now i thought you're gonna say followers because we're up to 100 (laughs) we're up to 100 which speaking of big deal we hit 100 followers on instagram we're getting there folks like the post like it uh but very first episode uh for trogues we tried hop cyclone um and i don't want to talk about all the details obviously too much but the one fact that i didn't mention in episode one that i did find out when i was like re-researching some more stuff uh trogues buys all of their ingredients for their beers locally okay one of their biggest things that they get local is their grain okay mm-hmm. they buy Two hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds of grain locally per Jesus. year, and this is just like it's just. I mean, not that Trogues is a small brewery; it's it's fairly national at this rate. I mean, it started in Pennsylvania, but two hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds of just grain, like that's not even including all the other ingredients that they obviously put in all of their beers. Wild, I, wild number, but. I mean, if you go out 30 minutes outside of Columbus, any direction, it's farm fields for like oh, two hours. So Yeah, and especially in Pennsylvania, I feel like that probably has more farmland yeah, even yeah. than we do. Right. Yeah, but it's mostly soybeans. See, you see, here we go again. <laughs> it he is, it, so. He's saying it as if it's a fact, but I'm not, I'm well, not it sure. it is, because most, actually, Ohio is one of the highest soybean producing. Yeah, but, I was, but you just said Ohio, and we're talking about Pennsylvania. No, you went said anywhere outside though, like we're right outside of there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, but I thought we were talking about Pennsylvania, and you were saying they're the largest soy soybean grower in the world, and I'm like, well, the Midwest in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think enough. we're all growing the same stuff here. Temperatures, climates, soil right. temperatures. I don't know. I'm not an ag- agronomist. Anyway, 
Sorry, I got us off. I almost said accurate. Sometimes just the, my facts just spill They just out start clicking. I, just... I get it. I get it. Uh, so, yeah, that's my interesting fact. Um, so now we get into a point where we're talking about what we're actually tasting in the beer. Now, yes. like I said at the beginning, cherries, honey, chocolate malt, and the subtle spices are cinnamon, clove, and allspice. What's now, clove? Great question. Is it no a clove idea. of cinnamon or... I think maybe it's garlic. a clove out of, you know, when you go out in the grass and you're picking That's and you're like, clover. oh, clove, clover. Mm. You don't know about the R. It could happen. Yep. Yep. I mean, anything's possible. I was going to ask because I don't know what a clove is either. What is allspice? Like literally yeah. every spice. All spice. Yeah. Just <laughs> mixed together. All of them. Uh, yeah. All of them. One. But like, what are the spices? All. Yeah. Cinnamon, sugar. But, but see, cinnamon's separated in the thing, so you can't oh. say that. Well, salt, pepper. Cayenne pepper. Yep. Uh, I don't know if there's any cayenne in here. Rosemary. I can't taste it. And pause as we drink. <laughs> I want to hear what you're tasting They have first, a wicked awesome uh, You want to hear what I'm tasting yeah, what first? Yeah, tasting? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not getting any cherry. Which is good because I absolutely hate cherries, so this is great for me. You like maraschino cherries? You ever had a maraschino cherry? But, but I don't like cherries. Like, I don't either. I, it I doesn't hate matter cherry what everything, it is. but have you and ever had a maraschino cherry? I haven't Maraschino's because the one I, on the I, classic, like, they got the pit in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't even look at a cherry without Buddy, being disgusted. I'll give you a maraschino cherry. You wouldn't know it's a cherry. I don't even want it. It doesn't even look like a cherry. Don't even want it. Okay. These well, are facts. I'm going to sneak. I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to you with a maraschino with a cherry someday. Now, but here's the thing. When, I'm going to pull this up again because I exited out of it, but I had it up earlier. Pretty sure this beer, when I was reading it, I was like, holy. It's made with like six different – oh, yeah, here they are. Six different cher- – five different cherries. A Bing cherry, a Lambert cherry, a Van cherry, a Royal Anne cherry, and a Montmorency cherry. The first three sound like old white guys. <laughs> Bing. Bing, Chandler Van. Bing, Bing Crosby, yeah. Bing, there you go. Van, let's name a. And what was the third one? Lambert, Lambert, I, Bing Van and Lambert. That's I bought, the new rap I bought pack Emma's right there, wedding buddy. ring from Lambert Jewelers. There you go. But, but no maraschinos. No maraschinos. Which see, so for all that, that's why I can't taste the cherry because yeah. these aren't real cherries. Clearly, right. yeah, you haven't had a cherry until you had right. a maraschino. But I don't like cherries. I'm also <laughs> not getting much honey either. See, right. I am. You are? I'm getting the honey and I'm getting the spice. Um, I, I don't know if I'm getting the cherry, though. See, I may have blocked my taste buds out with bush light. Your taste buds? Yeah, they yeah, we probably got killed. Yeah. You've killed 75% <laughs> of your taste buds. That's a problem. You're not wrong. All right. Well, I taste the cherry right on the front end of it. I taste the fruitiness, but on the back end of it comes the darker. Mm. I, I, it's not. Is it a stout? It's not a stout. It's not. It's but a. It kind of has a holiday stout, ale. It has a stout taste to it on the back side of it. I definitely taste the cherry on the front end, the fruity, sweet aspect. But on the back end of it, within you know, after you get that initial rush of fruitiness, on the back end, I taste the chocolate. I taste the darker heavier aspects of the beer the cinnamon i don't really get the cinnamon spiciness of it i get the chocolate stout Mm -hmm. kind of taste um 
but overall i think it's got a wide range of flavors within one uh one sip or gulp or whatever you want to call it you know i don't like it's not consistent throughout as far as taste goes which i don't think we've had a beer like that since we've no. been reviewing um it's it's interesting to me how you can get one taste at the initially and then it changes throughout the rest of the the tasting it's kind of like the dr pepper of beers yeah 23 flavors right? Ooh, that's good or you know the I mean? uh that's good. the baskin robbins of beer <laughs> yeah i i didn't know baskin robbins talked about flavors a lot. don't they have 24 they, flavors oh, they had like 31 was it 36 24 i mean you somewhere somewhere you should have the facts i'm pretty sure baskin robbins has 24 flavors look it up jamie okay let me (laughs) yeah i I got this our producer needs to be looking this shit up right now i got this um but i i see what you're saying and i think my thing is is i can't i like i'm thinking of what a cherry would taste like, but like I said, I don't you're eat cherries. Just, you're just stuck on the cherries. I know, it but like. then honey. But like, they list off I like love, other th- things. I love like honey on a biscuit, right? And like I don't taste any honey. I don't taste any honey and chocolate malt. Like when I think about chocolate, I'm not getting that either. Like this just, I and I'm not saying this is a bad beer because I think it actually tastes good. <laughs> but the flavors that it's describing that it has, I literally can't even pick one of them out and maybe that's the point all of them are mixed together and this is what that tastes like not, Baskin Robbins that check, sounded where are we at? that uh, sounded 31 actually flavors 31 so, flavors oh, okay yeah. uh, what i just said sounded extremely dumb but because i said maybe this is what they all taste like mixed together because obviously <laughs> they're all mixed together needless to say i love killian's irish red okay i feel like that's well this is obviously a lot stronger, but it is red. Uh, but it is red, and I get I get a little bit of a Killian's vibe mm-hmm. with this. Ah, uh, I haven't had a Killian's in ages. I can't even. So I couldn't even pick it out. Maybe we should review Killian's one of these right. episodes. Hey, we can do the the classic. We should have a, a classics episode. One episode where we do the like three water beers, like a Natty Light, a Bush Light, and Rolling Rock. But do we? But I, I love I Rolling him. Rock. I well, love Rolling Rock. We I'm already gonna pay, talked I'm gonna pick about that one out. Rita combo. Yeah. Oh, Rolling but Rita, maybe. I feel like it's going to have to be one of those things where we maybe have like a shot glass, three of them. Yeah. And you just pour have them in. And you have to be like, okay, which one's the best? And then we. Because I feel I like, like what's going to happen is. It's, we're gonna end up all picking like natty somehow, and I, I'm gonna be best beer. I'm gonna be upset why. about it because yeah. I want to pick Rolling Rock over all of those. But oh, I'd take natty over Rolling Rock. Oh, we grew up with natty, so are you oh, talking yeah. about an ice cold one? Yes, ice cold natty and ice cold Rolling Rock and ice cold Bush. Yes, I'm taking an ice cold Rolling Rock all day, nah. all day. But I feel like Rolling Rock's not even in the same. We just it's, went it's, down it. A- tangent but i'm up for it I'm i feel for, like I'm rolling rock for is not Ro- in the rolling same rock's like probably two light. tiers above natty and bush but if you're talking about price it's the same but we never thought about it because everyone always had natty well, no light at a party or rolling keys. rock at, yeah yeah at a but, college bar because no nobody i don't know if i ever saw rolling rock no. once that was when we had OU. money we could <laughs> buy right rolling but yeah, i so. mean you're talking 13.99 for a 24 pack of rolling rock and it's 10.99 for natty light so i mean that's why we were going that route same with keystone Mm. but like if i would have i 
I didn't drink a Rolling Rock until after college. See, but that, if I, I feel known like that'd that, be a better comparison, though. But if I would have known that, I would have probably spent the extra $4. Because, I mean, I don't know for this for a fact, but I feel like you may have gotten 0.3% more alcohol out of a Rolling Rock than a Natural Light, yeah. which could have that, gone that a long way. up after about 11, 12. That, that's what I mean. All Beers, right, so. well, someday. Let's get back to the Trokes. Okay. <laughs> let's so, get back to the Trokes. We got to hear your. We have your an idea overall, of what. Uh, yeah, we have an idea of what we're all tasting. Okay, Luke, this is your first episode on here. You've listened, so you understand. Yep. But now we rate. Okay, so we rate the beer on a scale of Buckeye leaves. So imagine Ooh, the Buckeye okay. leaves on the helmet. Okay? okay. On a scale of one to ten. Okay. Now I will tell you there are halves, sometimes even thirds, tenths, tenths. Go down mm. to the tents. I, because, like I say, you never know where you might get hit on the helmet when you get tackled. Part of the part of it might come off. Okay. Okay. There might be a little tenth of it. So, you got to rate it. One is the worst. Okay. Ten, nectar of the gods. Okay. So, <clears throat> because this is your first episode, we have to hear your number first. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the solid. Wow, we've never had a two-digit decimal at the end. That's fantastic. Yeah, he's an audio engineering major, not a math major. I love that. Eight (laughs) point seven five. I tell you what, for eleven percent, it doesn't taste like eleven percent. I like that because it. I don't get any hoppy vibes. I know it's a red beer, not the double IPA, triple IPA, whatever. Um, it's easy. It's smooth. Uh, I like what Sean was saying that like the front end hits you. a little bit maybe with the with the cherry. I don't taste the cherry. I taste a little bit more honey in the front end, and then the back end is a little bit more darker. I get that chocolate vibe, yeah. the spice mm-hmm. vibe. Um, yeah, I and I love the logo. I think the logo does it for me. Yeah, that's sweet. It's a good Ooh, one. I can't wait to talk about the can the bottle. But let's go on. I know. You, yeah, you, I need to, I need to hear yours. Oh, next. okay. All right. So taste wise and uh, overall, I'll give this puppy a six. A sixer. A sixer. Uh, <laughs> So here's the thing. I think it's a good beer, and honestly, taste-wise, just not my favorite. Um, it's a little heavier on the taste side, a little stouty on the back end, like I said. Um, I like the cherry, but the only I honestly would give it a 5 if it wasn't for the fact that it was an 11 percenter. <laughs> you had to add that percenter. Cause... Yeah, you got to take that into account. Yeah, cause no. Honestly, for an eleven percenter, it don't like it's not like you're drinking moonshine beers, you know. True. Like it's yeah. not. I mean, some wines are like thirteen percent. Right. So you're. I mean, we're getting close to that range. It's here. not too bad. So I'll give it a solid six Buckeye leaves. Six Buckeye leaves. But if if we were rating the uh, the logo, I would. Well, we're I not there yet. We don't factor there. in what the because this is about how the beer tastes. Oh, we're so gonna talk. Up. No, no, no. <laughs> we're gonna talk about. We'll talk about the logo how it looks for sure. in a second here. I'm gonna give this beer a six point two. Ooh, a little okay? bit above me. I little felt, bit I felt slightly above you. Only going up for the six. And here's why I'm gonna go six point two. Because it has cherries. <clears throat> no. <laughs> I love it because it's an eleven percenter. I'm a big fan of the high ABVs because it gets the ball rolling much quicker, and that's really where we're all trying to ultimately get going too. I well, feel like. absolutely. That's that's a hot that's reason why I went 8.75. Right. 
but it's also low for me because I love to go seven eighths for my score, you know, somewhere around there. Because, like I said, I can't pick out one of these flavors. Mm. Like, they're just melded, and they're not bad. So that's why I couldn't go, like, in the fives. Because if it was a bad flavor, I would probably go five range. Because, yeah, 11% is good, whatever. But the flavor isn't bad. I just can't pick one out. Right. So that's why I went with the 6.2. Because it's got a good taste. The alcohol percentage is good. So it's not bad. But... I'm not like now that I've had this, I'm not going to actively go because it's this beer only comes out once a year, holiday time only. Oh, no, Kim. So, because it is technically a holiday Christmas beer or whatever, I might at a Christmas time grab a six pack of this and be like, this is all I need for drink one and share five. That's what I mean. It's one of those. We're as if, if we were drinking a Great Lakes Christmas ale. I'll drink 12 of those in one night, and you can see me it's a week from there. I love me some oh, Christmas sales. I love Christmas sales. I love them. I don't like it. So that's where I'm at with it. Now, Do me one favor yes. real quick before we move on to the, to the bottle. Yes. Take a drink, one more drink, Okay. and just tell me if you notice any difference from the front end of it to the back end of it and really focus on it. Nothing? Yeah, no, I, I see what you were saying. It's sweeter on the front end, right? It is, but I still can't, like, I don't no, know. No, I, I completely understand what you're and saying. And that's where I'm you at. So taste. I get where yeah. you're saying it's sweet on the front end, a little, like, darker, stoutier on the back end. I totally see that. But I'm, like, expecting it to be, like, okay, cherry on the front end with the chocolate on the back right. end. And I, I can't yeah. get I can either of those that. flavors. We're that's, on the same page. You're only right. point two off of me, bud. Point two. Point That's two. it. Point two of a That's it. Um, so you know what? I, I actually, I'm going to downgrade it to a, a, an eight. Ooh. Oh, wow. So You're going to let us sway well, your no, 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 that's no, because no, he, no sway. he factored no sway. in the bottle before, no, I factored, and he didn't know. No, the, no, the bottle the bottle's, is solid. I'm not factoring that in. I'm The cherry. I don't I don't taste cherry. I know. I taste honey. Don't you think cherry would be so much more robust? I really feel like it should be more robust in this, but... So that's why I'm taking the point seven five away. Okay. Because no cherry. Down to eight. I like you that. Said? Down to eight. Right. I like it. It's okay. Good. All right. So the bottle though. Yeah. We've been to talking end about it. Yeah. Bottle. We got to go with yeah. the bottle. Which now I have delivered the cans and I've seen the outside of the twelve pack can case looks sweet. Don't know what the cans actually look like. We're looking at the bottle here. The elf on the front drinking a red beer and something I just thought of that's actually hilarious and I'm not gonna get crazy off topic. <laughs> because we are going to talk about Troll 2 in a little bit, but tell me the dude on the front of this doesn't look like one of the trolls. <laughs> I mean, how <laughs> ironic that we choose this beer a little bit. Is, for the Troll true. 2 episode. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Um, we got a red uh, red label with some black. Uh, the elf on there, like I said, on the front. Um, Looks like some cherries and some bees. Yeah. Um, in the background. Yeah, I mean, it's it says in huge letters here, cherries, like we're supposed to taste cherries. And yeah, I don't I'm not tasting it. But personally, red is my favorite color. So I like this label. I I mean, I'm not I love weird kind of beer labels like this where they just have like a this random elf and stuff on it. Like, but I'm not I don't think it's amazing. It's cool. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I, I would I, if this beer was up there and it didn't say the Mad Elf on it, it was just like a picture of this elf guy in the front. I'd be like, oh, let's maybe try that just because that's weird. And it's probably a good beer. Like, that's how I feel about it. I like the the labels that it just looks like you just took a, a massive dose of uh, acid. Yes. <laughs> like, it's just colorful. <laughs> Everything's going crazy in every direction. Um, this isn't it, but it's still cool. Yeah, it's. I think it's sweet. To me, so I know Roby can relate to this. Um, the Elf just reminds me of one of my favorite shows on Netflix, <laughs> Big Mouth. Never watched it. The artwork from Big Mouth. Absolutely. It just, like, that's why I love it, I think, because I love that show so much, and they just came out with a new season. But uh, the artwork and the, I like the, uh, and just taking the totally, like, the taste of the beer out of it. I like the font for the Mad Elf script on the bottle. I think it's very festive. Um, And I like the artwork of the elf with the holding the goblet with the red drink something i think we need to do in the future as we as i've been browsing and perusing the instagrams and all the beer accounts and everything is we need to have a glass and pour this pour the beer so into we can it take a picture of it and take the, a picture yeah. of the glass with the beer yeah. the bottle next to it so um it's actually a good idea because i just realized because like really you just say, been taking red, a picture yeah. of this and like, obviously, people can look up the picture, and then they're like, go to the store and just look for this. But then, if you pour it, and let's say it was green, and you're like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have bought this because right. it actually looks disgusting. Right. Like, I know it could like could have saved yeah. a some, lot like, of people trouble. You pour something out and it's green. It could be like the chlorophyll from Troll Two. It could be, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it. Right. Um. So yeah. Overall, we got a six point two from Caleb. We got an eight from Roby. And we got a six from me on the Trogues Mad Elf. Not the highest of beers, but we did rate their, they were the first beer we ever rated. And it was one of the higher, higher beers we ever rated. So uh, before we end the beer segment, go and check out Trogues Independent Brewing. Uh, Great brewery. We love their beers Uh, at the end of the day. You know, whether it's rated high or not, beer is beer and it's always good. Yep. We're gonna Amen. keep tr- we're gonna keep trying them regardless. I mean, we love to just try a bunch of random stuff, and it's not like we beer is beer. We're not gonna say anything terrible about it. We just want to say what we're actually feeling about, you know, taste and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So, all right. So moving on into our food segment. So for those that don't know, every week we draw a card from our foodie card deck, which includes restaurants, bars breweries pubs everything from all around columbus last week we drew the card it was yabos tacos which happened to be right here in hilliard um they also have locations in westerville powell and upper arlington the location we went to was on 5242 cemetery road here in hilliard so the genre is it's basically a mexican slash taqueria uh slash sports bar so, um, facts. So Yabo, Yabos is, we good? Oh, we're good. Okay. Yabos is, uh, a different kind of dining experience. They put a playful or reverent spin on your typical sports bar and grill atmosphere. They say they're there for fun, loving 
people who want better, more creative food served up with the big game on the side. <clears throat> as far as the atmosphere, kind of goes along with what their mission statement was. It says it's a sports bar meets local cantina. So if anyone's been to local cantina, mix that with a sports bar and you're good to go. As far as the food selection, you got tacos, burritos, salads, um, pretty much anything you'd find. But they do definitely put an interesting twist on whatever they offer on their menu. Um, and alcohols, they do have a fully stocked bar, local beers. Uh, I know I saw Rheingeist on there, Ooh, nice. um, different breweries. Yeah, I had a Noctera Pan Am. Yep. Great beer. I wish we need to rate some Nocteras. Yeah, we need to, yeah, we need to get Noctera on yeah. here for sure. Um, they're right up the road too. I know. Well, and we've been there to yeah. drink beer, but never uh, brought it. We well, went there, I have. but I don't know. If, yeah, you've been there. Yeah, but never brought it on the episode to. Yeah. Or the, um, I should, I should, the episode. So the definitely podcast, a full, <laughs> full, uh, fully stocked bar. And uh, as far as speed of service, definitely expect your food within 20 minutes. Um, I don't know. This was the first time I ever went, but it wasn't very busy. So yeah, there was like yeah. seven people. In By there. the time you order, and I'm pretty sure five out of those seven worked there. <laughs> By the time you order, uh, you can pretty much get get your food in 20 minutes. And as far as price expectations, looking at 40 to 60 bucks for a couple, depending on who's drinking, who's not. But overall thoughts. We got a house divided on this one, so yeah. uh, I'll let Caleb start out with his thoughts. I'm going to be honest. I've eaten at Yabo's prior to tonight, like a, definitely a handful of times, and only at that location, okay? It's garbage. Absolute garbage. Really? Yes. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it a 3 because it's food. All right. Maybe we won't tag Yabo's. On yeah, we're Instagram probably not going to tag Yabo's. <laughs> Three out of ten. Absolute trash. The okay, so we ordered the the trio of chips and dips to start. So you got your salsa, your guac, your queso. Okay. okay. Obviously I know that when the queso comes out in the little thing, like it has that, you know, little film on it, but like as soon as you move your chip around in it, yeah, yeah. Like it goes away. I stirred my chip on that shit for like two minutes, the film didn't go away. I still ate it because I was hungry, but like things like that That's and character. N- no, it, I just <laughs> and the, the, the guacamole looked like it was straight out of like, okay, you go to Aldi or Kroger, or whatever, and you buy the packaged guacamole, like, mm. you know, in the little and then you pull the thing off it. They just left it on and probably heated it up. And it just L- literally, <laughs> that's who heats guacamole. No, but the, the guacamole legitimately, well, I swear, they peeled the lid off, yeah. whatever, and then they just scooped it out with a spoon and put <laughs> it on. Like, I, as a Mexican restaurant, you should be like mashing up some avocados, put some like pico in it, whatever. Great grandma's recipe. That's book, what, man. like, how hard can that be? But no, they don't do that. On top of that, then I got some tacos, okay? I got the mahi-mahi tacos. I got the Nashville hot chicken taco. Mm -hmm. And I got the Cubano taco, which I was like, okay, these tacos are very interesting. Okay? They don't – like, they also have a Philly cheesesteak taco. Like, they kind of go out there when it comes to taco types, which I think is kind of cool. With a twist. Yeah. Tacos with a twist. Okay. 
the Nashville hot chicken taco was so spicy for me. And I, yeah, you're going to go Ed Bassmaster on me, but I'm telling you, it was so spicy. It was hardly edible. And it had a chicken nugget on it and some sauce. That was it. Yeah. Okay. He was pretty upset when he pulled out his purse to pay for his bill. Very upset. <laughs> Two, I had the Cubano taco. Okay. They put an entire pickle spear on the taco. Okay. First off, in defense, on the picture of the Cubano. There was no on picture. The menu, yes, there was. There was a whole pickle on the picture. Okay. That's I why. I did not see that. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have I was not there. That. So yeah, I, I would have <laughs> not ordered that. I love Cubans. So it was kind of weird. That, but I wanted like pickled. Chi- <laughs> I wanted pickled chips in the talk. You know what I mean? Pickle chips, not a pickle spear. Still pickle chips. Give me the pickle chips, okay? Thirdly, I had the mahi mahi. Sean looks at me, which generally is fire. Correct, and I love mahi mahi. Sean looks at me first taco he eats, and he goes, and he likes spicy food, and he goes. This shit's spicy. And I go, are you, what is that? And he goes, I think this is the Indian taco I got. Cause he got some curry taco what? or something. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Because we got, we both got Mahi Mahi. I'm freaking out. This dude, then about three minutes later, he looks at me and he goes, nah, this is the Mahi Mahi taco. And I was like, classic Sean. Are you kidding Sean. Like, so, so it's my last one. Okay. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, <laughs> I literally, himself. yeah, I'm preparing myself. I asked the waitress for a glass of water because I'm like, this shit's going to be spicy. It needs literally milk, was not spicy at all. It didn't have <laughs> one ounce. It didn't have one ounce of spice in it. The Nashville hot chicken taco was like a an eight. The, the <laughs> mahi mahi was a negative two. It was literally not spicy at all. Oh and I was God. like. Dude, what are you talking about? This is spicy. And he just looks at me and he keeps eating. And I know now that he was just freaking giving me some shit. But at, I literally believed him that it was the spiciest Dude, he's, taco. He's like a shark. That's, he, he just he's, he knows. He knows he can mess with you. Oh, he just takes every advantage. I know. And this shit happens every time. And I can't believe I'm still falling for it. <laughs> and it just... It's, it's, I got a whole nother Luke in my life. I got a whole nother Luke in my life. Unreal. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's not even just with the tacos either bouncing off this. We'll be talking about something randomly and I'll text him like, oh, hey, did you see this? He's like, yeah, did you know that guy died? And I'll be like, are you serious? And then he'll be like, no, I have no idea. But I, I literally believe it. I'm, I, I got to stop doing that. But oh, man. But Personally, I do, but I do he, he, sprinkle some true facts in there. And you do, yes. That's what throws me off, though. Yeah, that's, yeah that's I keep them guessing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to tell. You just don't know. <laughs> but going back to Yabos, honestly, the quality is just not good. I would rather eat at, like, Condado, which I know oh, both. I, I know, go. I know. I know mm. both of you are both going to say you hate Condado. Or I'd pick I, it's Habaneros not, well, or a local cantina, any place like that. It's I not that pick. I hate Condado. I I just think they're a little bit overrated, and, and and I think there are far better places. I'm just gonna name off Los Gauchos, which I fire. and I'm and I'm I, with you on that. I We've, love we talked about that before. Wall. The hole in the wall taco joints. It, yes, they're they're and I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent with you on Los Guachos. That is a fact. That place is fire. 
I've never had a bad taco from there ever. But I'm telling you, Yabos is the McDonald's of tacos. <laughs> like I'm I'm not kidding. It's it's that bad. It's just average. Like yeah, yeah. I I would rather eat a grilled cheese burrito from Taco Bell than touch eat any of the three that I had. <laughs> that's that's how bad it was. Ooh, okay. And I okay. love Taco Bell. So I'll wh- probably eat it whatever. later tonight. <laughs> I've heard enough of this fucking blast. So th- I'm giving it a three out of ten. I, I've like, and like I've said, I've eaten there before. If I could give one positive though about it, cause I know I just absolutely shat on it. The positive is that the tachos, which are tater tots with like the nacho, uh, um, like the stuff that you put on nachos, sour cream, jalapenos, okay. tomatoes, okay. whatever. Those are fire. Delicious. Hmm. So good. I would eat those every time I go forgot about them till i looked at the menu i just the waitress came up and i was like chips and queso like let's you know get that whole deal going not even thinking about the tachos then i looked at the menu and i was like (laughs) i meant to get that so tachos 10 out of 10 everything else three out of 10 well there you have it ladies and gentlemen yeah tachos i can't wait to see shot I'm actually pissed at Sean, though, <laughs> for what he's going to say, because he legitimately thinks that this food is better than Condado. And this is a personal opinion, right. but obviously I like Condado better. So that's how Fair I enough. feel. All so right. That's so why I'm, that's America. You that's can why have I'm pissed. That's why I'm pissed. That hasn't had their taste buds killed by bush light. Okay. <laughs> so first off, this place, great tacos. Street tacos with a twist. Absolutely love it. Better than Condado. I've never had the stepbrother or brother of Condado's Barrio or whatever the hell it's called. Barrio. Barrio. But I like this place better than Condado as far as the food, overall food. So, first, I got three tacos. I got the tandoori chicken taco, which was a chicken taco, which was an, with an Indian-style seasoning, right? Tandoori Tan- chicken. Tandoori sauce? Yeah, tandoori chicken with a cucumber sauce on it and celery lettuce and tomato absolutely amazing i love indian food one of my favorite genres slash cultures of food that there is out there absolutely amazing second taco mahi mahi taco caleb talked about it a little already so first taco i had was the mahi mahi taco and despite all the laughing and bullshitting that we had about that taco, it was actually really spicy, the one I had. So Wait, I wasn't you really thought around. it was? I wasn't yeah, I wasn't Mine fucking didn't around. have a single so, level of spice at and all. <laughs> what I told you at dinner, I don't think it was wrong. I think they may have like spilled the cap of chili powder. <laughs> like they they were pouring chili powder on my taco. You, yeah. And the cap fell see, off. See, I don't know if you're being serious or not. This I is know. when you got actually... where I'm telling you, this is a true fact right here. That it was super spicy. That's why I thought oh, like wow. I thought it was the Indian taco. The first that's why I told right, you I right. thought it was the Indian taco. Right. Because I was like, this is super spicy. But cause and it also had that white that had a white sauce on it just like my Indian right. one did. So that one I really enjoyed though. It was really good. I like spice um, when we get stuff from Hot Chicken Takeover mm. in here in Columbus. Legendary. Absolutely. I had the second oh. highest spice, and I was fine. I really enjoyed it, so I want to try the highest spice next time. The holy. <clears throat> yeah, I think it, I, I like spicy food. That's not a flex. I just like it. I think it's good. 
Um, <laughs> Flex, flexing on them. Love my third taco was a Southern Port or Southern Carolina pork taco, which uh, really good. I think it was the worst out of all of the three I have, but I still enjoyed it. Now, to compare it to Condado, I've gotten a lot. I've been to Condado's probably two or three times since I've lived in Columbus. And just, I don't know. I think the experience from Condado is what kills it for me because it takes forever. It's always busy. Um, and a lot Overrated, of the times man. that I've gotten my tacos from Cantado, they just, they're messy, they're soggy, and it drives me nuts. These tacos were clean. Flour tortillas. Yours were clean. Flour tortillas. They weren't overloaded, so I didn't feel like I was they wasting half of my taco right? toppings yeah, yeah. as they were spilling out onto my plate. Like, and the beer <laughs> was good. Like, I really enjoyed the the atmosphere of the place. They had TVs. It really was like a sports bar. And I know you said you've been there for a game, but it was like a sports bar yeah. with Mexico Street Taco food or Mexican Street Taco food. I love street tacos. That's something I've gotten onto last, like, lately. I don't know why. Just a phase, I guess. Well, a little bit of phase. But they don't have shrimp tacos. Yeah, they only have the, the Mahi Mahi. But I will say... Watching a game there would be fun if there was other people. More people. Like, I'm yeah. I'm telling you, what we saw tonight with the seven to eight people that were legitimately at the place and Five four of, of the seven there. were workers, Yeah, that is a normal day. Right, and I and, can understand how, yeah. The, I, I, I literally still can't tell who was working and who was no, not. No, I couldn't because either, dude. Because people just started rolling in, and I was like, oh, someone's here to sit at the bar or here, someone's here to do whatever. And then next thing you know, they're behind the bar serving themselves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like, are they, are they a new establishment? No, like, it's been around for two no, years. They got okay. Three or four locations. <clears throat> oh, but wow. the, this one that we went to has been there for two years. But, but if the, that place was packed, though, I mean, maybe great. it would be a different animal. But I've never seen it packed, so I I couldn't right. even tell you like but it what was it would clean. Yeah. TVs all around. Really nice bar. Like yeah. the bar looked really nice. Dollar cans every Thursday, Rolling Rock, Natty Light, Ooh, which is okay. what got us on the Rolling Rock conversation. Yeah, I, getting the Rolling Reed So, I mean, I would go there like to hang, but like if someone was like, "Oh, do you like if someone said, "Do you want to grab a drink on a Thursday?" I'd be like, "Yabos, dollar cans. Let's go. We can right. have an aggressive amount, whatever." But I'm literally not going to eat. I'll get Taco Bell or Arby's on the way home. Mm. So mm. there like, you that's have how, it. That's how I feel. Two but. totally different, deferring opinions. Yeah. And, and Luke has never had Yavos, so should have had you just bring me one. I know we should have brought you a tiebreaker. It, yeah. it would have been a live, live yeah. demonstration. However, I will say that I don't drink Bush Light, and my taste buds aren't killed. So, <laughs> well. and I've also lived all over the world, so my taste is way more refined. Or you've lived so many places that your taste is fried because you ate octopus in south korea that's and that's it was a possibility see too. you just don't know you just don't know just but don't know. to close drank out cobra. the segment we you drank a, cobra's blood <laughs> i did see did i not talk about have that you, no you have but episode? haven't you heard that that kills 87 percent of your taste buds <laughs> i have but luckily, I've also heard that Bush kills 99% of your taste buds. Oh. Honestly, you could use Bush as a hand sanitizer for COVID. Do you really think so? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. It kills all. I'm, I'm going to have to back Sean up on this. Let's one. start That's a, a national <laughs> announcement. All right. So, so let's draw. Know. It's probably cheaper than sanitizer at this rate. <laughs> let's draw our card for next week. Mm-hmm. And Roby's new, so he gets to draw the card. Done deal. Let's see. Where are we going next boy. week? Where are we going? Champs. Kitchen Champs, and bar. dude. Okay, nope, put it back. Card. New we, card? We've new tried card. that. It we've doesn't done work. it already. You oh, can't get reservations sucks. there. Yeah. So okay. fuck off, Champs. Yeah, I'm fucking I don't ever so want tired. I'm so tired of Champs. <laughs> we literally How tried. in there twice? We tried Ooh. to book a thing a week in advance. Could not even get a reservation. At Champs? At yeah. Champs. On a Friday. Give me a break. Right? I mean. It's an absolute joke. We're we're done with champs. We're okay. done. Oh, that's fine. We're done. Champs are not. There's champs. a nine of clubs Fuck anyway. Off, champs. We exactly. don't want your sponsorship. We don't need your sponsorship. Exactly. We don't need you. Go. I need my contacts for this. Uh, Chitoria. Nope. <laughs> Japanese steakhouse. Yes. Sushi and bar, Which, baby. Wait. Legit. I'm gonna let someone else pronounce. Let me, let me see. <laughs> Tanuki. There we go. Tanuki. We're going to Tanuki. Where is it? Tanuki is in. They don't. Powell Road, Powell. Ooh. It's in Powell. Tanuki. Okay. okay. Tanuki, baby. Tanuki. Man, Another could... T word that oh. I won't pre- be able to pronounce, so we're going to be calling it other T words all a, week. It's a Japanese steakhouse, you said? <laughs> yeah. It is. Japanese uh-huh. steakhouse. And, and where is it? Sushi and bar. Powell. Powell Road. Powell Tanuki. Ah, oh, here we go. Make sure it's still open. Uh, that's, yeah. what that's what I'm looking up right now because I want to confirm. Yeah, they have a website. So we've Welcome pulled a card Tanuki before. Best we went, we're gonna go. And hey, how about this? Best <laughs> Japanese Classic. food in Powell, Ohio. Oh, wow. oh, well, dude. All right. That, Is that any good? Honestly, or? you're going up against a wide oh, array of. Let me tell you, there, this sure. stuff looks fire. All right, Tanuki. What's it rated on Tanuki? Google? Um, if it's in Powell, it's it's probably extra. And actually, Powell's a pretty cool town. I like. Oh Powell, yeah, so it's got to be pretty good, right? Uh, four point four out of five. Ooh, that's a rough rating. And it's double money signs, which What's is I think mean? cheaper than eleven twenty six. All right. Well, guess what? Uh-huh. We're committed, so we're going yeah. to Tanuki. Yeah. Tanuki. Tanuki. Can't wait. I like the name. I'm pumped. I'm glad I didn't try to pronounce that. All right. Well, we. Per usual, have just talked between our beer segment and uh, food segment. Talk we should for ask how long? Well, Fifty-two the, minutes and this, six. I seconds. was going to say this is the first Jeez. time I haven't been able to look. So Luke's given us a. Uh, All right. Well, before we move on, because our sports segment's quick this week. Well, uh, my sports segment's quick, but we're going to talk about the Ohio State Michigan yeah, game, of course. Right. So everyone, follow us on social media: Twitter at Columbus underscore Uncut. Instagram at Columbus underscore uncut. And we also have a Teespring page and a Discord channel. You can find all those links in our uh, link tree, which will be noted in our show notes for the show. And on top of that, you can follow Sean at, at Sean Brawley 26. I'm glad you know it. On finally, Instagram. I, I, I memorized it. You can follow me at Searage105 on both Twitter Twitter. Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow Luke at underscore Luca Joseph L U C A. Oh, here Joseph. he is, Luca. Is that on Instagram Luca. or that's Twitter? On, or that's both? on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. Okay, on Instagram. Okay, yeah, so here right. we go. All right, so let's move on into sports, and we got to talk about it because we are so excited for the season. 
Buckeyes lose to Florida. Buckeye basketball. They lose to Florida this week. In the it was the uh, what Fort Myers Classic. Fort Myers Classic, yeah. yeah. I thought it was called the Gavit Tip-Off Games, which I think it actually is called that. But either way, so Caleb and I both watched the majority of the game. I watched the first half. Caleb watched most until about ten minutes yeah, into some the, of the second, second yeah. half. And all I'm gonna say is, Buckeye fans, just enjoy the season for what it is. It's not gonna be unless. Unless we get a scorer on this team at some point of the season, I don't know when Suing's coming back. Well, but a scorer besides EJ Liddell. Right, that's cause... what I'm saying, yeah. So, And I was telling Caleb about this earlier. So I watched a halftime, and we were up at half, and then fell asleep. And the next morning I woke up, looked at the score, saw we lost, and looked at the box score immediately, and that told the story of the game. So... EJ Liddell had over 20 points. Obviously, EJ Liddell is a great basketball player. First round pick. Yeah. But the next highest scorer was Kyle Young, and he had 11 points. And then, literally, you look at all the starters, it's like seven, eight, six. It's like, that's not going to be it. No. So, this is literally, and this is my final opinion, and this is how I'll close it so we're not talking about Buckeye, Buckeye basketball. Buckeye. No. I know that we can go on a tangent and talk about this for hours, but this literally feels like the old, the end of the Thad Mata years where it's, you got the one score and that's it. The, you know, the, uh, Jared Solinger's, the Evan Turner's of the world where you have one, one scorer on your team and yeah, you're going to win some games and you may be a good team, but you're not, a tournament team. You're not going to win. You may win your first round. Obviously, we had no business losing to Oral Roberts last year. You may win your first round, and that's it. I think we're going to get absolutely destroyed in the Big Ten, and we have a rough slate coming up of non-conference games. So, I don't want to. I don't want to go on too far, like you said, but and I don't want to jump on the bandwagon of. We suck that bad. We're not that good. But, like I said to you before, if we could just get another scorer, which some of our – we have great players that can score the ball. They're just not scoring it right now, and we're five games into the season of a – what did we say, 30-game season when we predicted the Buckeyes' final score – or final record. Like, there's time for these dudes to come on and be better players. And I legitimately think Malachi Branham will be a scorer in the next five weeks time. I like a hundred percent. I so think if he looks for it, he'll find it. That's And that's why I can't be totally against this team right now, because honestly, if, if uh, the Buckeyes beat Duke Tuesday, which they're playing Duke on Tuesday, I'll take a bush light while you're over there. Um, if, the Buckeyes do beat Duke on Tuesday, then I'll be, you know, back to where I was like, okay, this team is a contender. It can play with yeah. anybody. Like, we have bad games. Every team has bad games. But this is one of those things where I'm like, if we beat that team, then I won't be upset about losing to a Florida or, you know, um, I mean, we beat Seton Hall, who beat Michigan, who is a top six team. Like, there's, there's just so 
was. College, yeah, was. <laughs> but college basketball is is such a, and that's why college sports are great because, like, the games matter all the time, and especially oh, in 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 college basketball. Yes, you can lose more than you can in like college football, for instance. But like, you better lose to teams who are going to finish in the top twenty-five. And I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. losing to Florida, yeah you're probably losing to a top 25 team. And then um, we lost to Xavier. I legitimately feel like they just won tonight. They beat Virginia Tech yeah. tonight by one point. One point like, and they're ranked 25th right now. That team is going to finish ranked. Cause, mm. And I know going into the, the tournament itself, like everything's going to change and you don't know where everyone's going to be seated or whatever. But you're talking about losing to two teams – that are ranked in the top 25 in the nation. And there's more than 130 teams in college basketball, unlike football. In football, there's 130 teams. You know, Michigan State had the 130, 130th pass defense, which is the worst in college football because they're don't, dead last. Don't jump on the ESPN jump, narrative. But what I'm it. saying is that <laughs> in college basketball, there are more than 130 teams in Division One basketball. So... Like we're losing to a top twenty-five, so you're talking about potentially like a top two, three, five percent. I don't know how many there are, but team. So yeah. I can't be right, off right. this team yet. Right. That's and that's the that's last where I thing I'll say that. about yeah. that game is the, while I was watching it, I was thinking about just how far these te- like. Could you imagine like the O seven? Remember O seven? Oh yeah. The 07 Buckeyes versus these Buckeyes and the 07 Florida versus these Florida. It's literally like at least two or three tiers down for each team. Oh, well, you're, you're talking about you're talking about the two Buckeyes of the greatest had, teams for those universities. The Buckeyes ever. had four first round draft picks. Florida had six. Yeah. Like that, it was that is absolutely insane. It, I mean, but honestly, like we don't play Florida that much. Might, so that's ag- immediately what I thought. We about. have one first round draft pick this year and EJ. I don't think he'll be first round, dude. I don't. And I don't know any of Florida's players, so I couldn't tell you. But then when the Buckeyes played Florida, yeah, I was like, oh, Corey Brewer, Joe Kim Noah, Al Horford. Like, yeah, those are all first round players. And we're still talking about, I mean, they're perennial NBA. I mean, Joe Kim Noah doesn't play anymore, but. And neither does Corey Brewer, but Al Horford is still playing. Right, and that was 2007. Yeah, that's freaking 14 years in the league. That's right. ridiculous. All right, so that's that's that for the that's Buckeyes. A, that was an let's, aggressive. Let's little hope bit. they get. Let's hope they do the reverse of normal and just get better as the year goes on. Uh, anyway, so I included a little snippet in here. Are your favorite oh, Buckeye geez. women's volleyball? Buckeye women's volleyball. Hey, let's go. Let me tell you. Holy crap, dude. So, side story. Last week, watching the Browns play the Lions. So, anyone who knows me <laughs> knows, like, I root for the Browns. I'm not emotionally invested in them. I root for them. And I'm excited. Like, I watch their games on Sundays. That freaking game was so boring dude and i i was like i gotta find something else so what i turn on (laughs) ohio state versus penn state women's volleyball and let me tell you if i didn't watch that whole match 
and learn everything about the Ohio State women's volleyball team. Uh, amazing afternoon. So you know everything now? Oh, dude. Eight of the uh, volleyball players had moms that played in at the collegiate level. At the collegiate level. Wow. Penn State, their starting forward, went to Hilliard High School. One of Hilliard, Are you kidding? Yeah, no kidding. Hilliard Bradley. Really? And yep. That's the newest Didn't one. Didn't get recruited by Penn State and sent a letter to them. She was going to Tennessee and then changed her well, mind, why, went to Penn State. Wow. What was wrong with Tennessee? That's probably still like a... Something happened. I can't remember the whole story. Because I was going to say, that's still There's a too top many stories tier division to where you're probably... Of. Still getting free meals and free merch. <laughs> Too many <laughs> stories to keep track of. But if you're between Tennessee and Penn State, as far as women volleyball goes, like Penn State Penn is State's one of legit. the most yeah. prestigious programs of all time, like in women's college volleyball. And I absolutely had a blast for the whole afternoon rooting for Ohio State women's <laughs> Can you see Sean just like getting up off his Dude, couch I going, can. let's go. I can. The Co- let's go. So the Cavelli Center, which is where they play. It's new. Yeah. Absolutely jam packed. I was like, okay, I'm going. I'm going to a game. And then I looked up and they don't have any more home games. So I'm going next year. <laughs> next they don't. Year don't. Not this season's. Year. Oh, I so guess it's about they the They play same as Maryland yeah. tonight. Tonight's their last game. At home? No. Oh. Period. Big I was Ten. Gonna say we should have just went and then recorded the podcast <laughs> there. Yeah. Big Ten schedule ends tonight uh, with Maryland. It's our last game of the year. They were in contention for the Big Ten championship, um, but we needed some things to happen, yeah. which I could tell you all about. But it'd get too deep into the women's volleyball realm, right? So I don't want to go down there. But I'm telling you, I'm all in on Ohio State women's volleyball. And what I love about it, here's the three things I love, right? One, volleyball is an easy sport to pick up, understand, and watch. So Under what? It's easy to pick up, understand, understand. and watch. I literally thought you said under sand. And I'm like, sand volleyball, what does right. that have to do with so gym volleyball? If you understand any, like the basics of inbounds, out-of-bounds. Yeah ball hits the goal floor it's a point like you can understand volleyball i love that yeah. about it like i try and get into hockey but there's just certain shit that happens and i'm like i don't know what the just happened icing i still don't get it right don't i don't get it. exactly yeah so that absolutely love it too ohio state has a very competitive program the In big 10 sports. yeah the big 10 is one of the best as far as women volleyball goes Nebraska, top four. Wisconsin, top five. Penn State was nine, and we were 14, and we beat Penn State. Or it's the other way around. And, and you're, you're saying we can't win a Big Ten, Big Ten title at this rate? Uh, no, is it, because... Is it, do you have any idea if it's split, like, leaders, legends? No, it's not. Or is it just one? It's overall. Okay. Yeah. But what needed to happen was after the Ohio State-Penn State game, there was a Wisconsin-Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. Minnesota needed to beat Wisconsin in order for uh, Penn State or for Ohio State to have a shot. Got it. It would have been like a three-way tie. Yeah. Well, Minnesota played – I watched the whole Minnesota-Wisconsin. Oh, jeez. You're you're all on women's volleyball right now. Oh, dude, loved it. Played a hell of a match. Minnesota and Wisconsin played a hell of a match. It was way more interesting than Ohio State-Penn State. But – Two times, Wisconsin was up by, like, five or six points. Mm-hmm. 
with only a couple points to score for the set to be over. Yeah. And Wisconsin came back and won the set. Like really, it was it was a blast. Anyway, here's the thing: if you're a married man, you're looking for a sport to get into, and like that your wife can like. You like have Whitney to be married. Was watching it with me. That's the best part about it. She was watching it with me and understanding like. Was she a volleyball player? She played in high school for a little bit. She, I don't think she played her like junior and senior year, but like they can get into it a little more. And mm-hmm. that's what I enjoyed about it. We literally watched two matches straight for like six hours of volleyball. And I was drinking beer and having a blast. And Ohio state is fun to watch. They're all fun to watch. So I had to put a little snippet about Buckeye women's volleyball in here. I got a retweet from them on Twitter. Is that any good? Yeah. So. Is that any good or? Uh, so they're good. I don't know how the whole tournament works. Haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, but I was gonna say next that. year, I'm telling you, I'm going to the Cavelli Center and I'm hey, watching. We're them paying play. attention. Yeah. I'm watching them play. I'm watching next year. They'll battle. like end up winning a national championship or something. <laughs> right. And we can be like, it's because of Sean. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's my fandom. Yeah. Screw the Broncos. Screw Buckeye football. Buckeye <laughs> women's volleyball. The Sean Pacers. I just yeah. had to put a snippet in here to get people excited about Buckeye women's volleyball. I That's love where it. it's at. I love it. All right. So one of the lesser known topics of the week, we got Buckeyes Psh. first Wolverines this weekend. Oh big boy. game. Absolute. The, the big game. game. The game. The game. So. What's your thoughts? I'm going to be honest, and I don't want to talk about it too long because everybody knows this game, and I want to get on to Troll 2 and our yes. Thanksgiving recap because <laughs> oh I don't we know how so long we've been going already. Oh, my gosh. But honestly, this is the most important college football game of the season for any team. I don't care if you're not a Buckeye, not a Wolverine, if you're whatever. Like, people for – when it comes to watching it like this is the best game of the weekend and it will be for anybody and the best part about it is it starts at freaking noon yeah like Literally it's the all... first game you cannot beat it yeah. outside yeah. of this game all the other good games are played today. Correct. There's literally no good right. games. The Egg Bowl, that was a good one. The only other one that maybe you could consider good in my eyes Bama, would be Bama Auburn. Auburn. The, but Auburn, I mean, Bo Nix is out. Like, right. It's, it's not going to be, be a good game. Yeah. Game. But honestly, I'm psyched for this game. There's always a pit in your stomach regardless, no matter if Michigan is 1-10, if the Buckeyes are 1-10. 10 you know or i know there's more than that many games but i'm just giving you a reference yeah 111 111 i don't care if either team is 500 over 500 under 500 they're coming into that game ready to kill each other and play a hard-nosed football game and that's what makes it so good if you had a you know let's say 11 and 0 alabama versus a one in ten Auburn, like no we know, watching. we know the outcome of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's probably sixty to zero, and it doesn't matter. You legitimately, if it was the other way around, where Ohio State was eleven and zero, and Michigan was one in ten, or whatever, I would still be like Michigan has a shot because that game is just its own animal. Like it's about physical toughness and mental toughness. 
and like has nothing. You can get. I feel like the coaches can game plan all they want. The game plan doesn't even matter because it ends up being like a first and second down. You're running it and you're running it as hard as you fucking can. Straight well, they, into these players, them. These players are giving every freaking ounce of energy. Yeah, and and I mean. I was listening on the radio this whole week, and they're talking about how Mike Hart is now one of the coaches at Michigan. He's a running backs coach. He's a running backs coach. He yeah. was at Indiana, right? But he brought back this drill that they used to do called like the Michigan drill or or something like that, where legitimately the defense lines up, they can't move, they have to stay in the exact play called. There's only three choices of play called that the offense can call. It's like power run to the right trap to the left and another run and you have to legitimately go to your assignment no matter if you're the running back or the linebacker you have to meet and freaking hit and well, that's what they do mike hart knows so much about I know, beating ohio but state yeah he, yeah he, he doesn't know anything do but he was he was <laughs> close close but no cigar correct but. he was mm. close but the fact that he's got guys going back to doing that type of drill, like, well, here's the I, thing. I feel like I'm that's important. About. That's is important. It, is it for finally them? Anyway. Seems like Harbaugh has embraced the rivalry this year. No, they it, no he he embraced it in sixteen. Then he got his snuffed, ass as he says. No, that that was the year when they gave us the first down. That was twenty seventeen. Twenty sixteen. 16 was the first year with Day, Mm-mm. right? No. No. That was still Urban. Curtis oh. Samuel ran that run in. That was the year that it shut. He just shut down because he thought he had it won. They gave us the first down. One play later, we scored, won the game. Yeah. Either That's way, it. like, it's just nice to, like, feel like it's a rivalry game because, like, it, no, yeah. literally it felt like Ohio State and our fans were bringing everything to this game for the past however many years since 2018 so 2018 i actually that's the first michigan game i ever went to that was the the revenge tour oh, right the revenge on revenge nobody tour they when sucked. fucking vinovich came in thinking oh. he was gonna roll fucking roll the dice and get snake eyes well he rolled the dice and they fucking flew off the table they had <laughs> devin they had devin bush then too and devin yeah. bush is actually decent NFL they had player. really good players yeah but also they had donovan peoples jones yeah who, who's a great player mm. as well yeah right so anyway like i'm just excited because this year like they hung a sign up that said what did you do to be ohio state today yeah like it's finally a rivalry here's the one thing that i'll say going into this game is i'm a little nervous <clears throat> because ohio state fans seem a little too confident. Uh, I don't think, like, I think we've lost perspective as we we've beat Michigan for so long for such a sustained period. I feel like people lose perspective and just think it's an automatic. As long as your team's better, you're going to win. Rivalry games, that goes out the window. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. Right, and that's go- that goes back to what I said where a team can be Playing 10 and – Right. 11 and 0 exactly. and playing against a 1 and 10 and I'm still going to be like so know. they could I'm all right yeah. if fans like I'm not all right like fans are fans you're going to think that but 
I really hope that mindset hasn't crept on into the team's mindset because and it's like I told you earlier. Yes, Chris Olave has played against Michigan. Chris Olave is a Wolverine killer. But as far as starters go, this team that is stepping on the field tomorrow versus Michigan has one starter that has play, started in a Michigan game. But who do, they, Munford. who do they have? Thayer Munford. Who do they have? Well, they don't have anyone. Well, now, so I'm not it, saying but it's I mean. one versus zero versus what could be five, six versus zero. I'm not saying. Yeah. Here's the thing. I just don't want anyone to get overconfident. Yeah. I feel like I don't want Ohio State players to feel like because of recruiting, because of coaching, because of the past 10, 11 games, that this game is a given. The game is never a given. No. It's never a given. Period. It is the game. 100%. Always. Mm. Yep. Always mm. the game. I do want to point out the reason why so many people our age think that this game is a given. Okay. Is and I saw I read this stat earlier because I, a little thing came out. We are nineteen and eight against Michigan since we've been born. Well, and you and gotta that's, think that's nineteen ninety two. Most of that eight till now. Well, you gotta think six of that eight came before the year two thousand. Correct. But which well, you were how old? You weren't thinking about football. Oh God, no! But so I, you've had two losses since the year two thousand that correct. we remember. But that's what I mean. That's so little. Nineteen and eight. But that's that's where I. It's hard not to think your team's going to automatically win, and I'm sure it's the same for. Some of those Michigan fans who were born in the 60s or the 50s who won, you know, 20 straight games, they're like, well, why why would we ever lose? But that's where I encourage people, please, just look look back on our history. Look at the 90s. If you talk to anyone that went to Ohio State. I wish we could go back to those years. I don't. No, even the the games were always close. They were close. I miss those games. Because that made it more exciting. I know we didn't always win, and sometimes we lost, whatever. No, most but, of the time we lost. Correct. But <laughs> a game being close is so much more exciting to watch. Like, when the three years from, you know, this the other day, or tomorrow, it, we won, like, 62 to 24. 63 like, to 20, 30, 35, 39. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like but we scored over 60. And then the year before that, it was, what, 59 to 36? I'm telling like, you, I think this is going to be a close one this year. And, and I hope it is because I'm ready for those games again. But mm. th- those two years, it was awesome to beat them by that much. But now I'm ready to go back but to, like, like hard-nosed, freaking let's be tight. Like, let's play a close game. Right. Here's right. the thing. Ohio State fandom – for what you're talking about, like about what you've experienced as far as Michigan losses, lined up lines up with kind of like what we talk about with society. It's like first world problems, right? Like, just please, if you're an Ohio State fan and you're a diehard and you really care about this game because a lot of us do, just go back and look at the history. Um, Watch the the game documentary on HBO Max. The game documentary that will change your or not change your perspective, but get you rehyped. 
there's a documentary called Tiebreaker about yeah, the that's the one you were talking 73 about. Seventy three yeah. Ohio State versus Michigan game. It's the one where you when you see all the highlights from the Ohio State Michigan game where Ohio State runs through the Michigan banner and like tears it down. <laughs> it was an Archie Griffin year. But just look at the history behind it. The Woody and Bow. You know, the 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 ten year war, right? The nineties, the Cooper era. Like my hometown fucking hero. Charles Woodson just destroying the Buckeyes, like on Ooh. offense and defense. What a loser. Right? So, <laughs> at least he wasn't from Mentor. Just, <laughs> yeah, just right. bring perspective into, into your thoughts. This game, and this is the last thing I'll say, and I've said it already this game is never a given. Yeah. The game is never a given. Like Caleb said, I don't care if you're 1 in 10 and the other team is 10 and 1. It's never a given. That's why the games are played and why this is the best week slash weekend in November, period, hands down. Fuck Thanksgiving. Give me <laughs> okay, the game. Okay. I, Give me the game. I agree, though. I, I mean, I think that uh, I still have a sour, sour taste in my mouth from the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I think we have just still a huge amount of growth as a team uh to go um and that's why i'm i'm hesitant this tomorrow for tomorrow i I, yeah i I don't know i know we smacked michigan state but uh still i don't i don't i don't well anything can happen tomorrow and i'm with you that's one of those things where i'm like okay who was the better team michigan state or michigan well michigan state beat michigan correct they came back from 16 down to win the game and we beat michigan state Handily, I mean, we could have beat them eighty to zero if we would have kept our starters in the whole game, but we didn't. So, right. if Michigan State could beat Michigan, and I, I know that the game is different, but and that's a rivalry too. It's cur- I know, yeah. The, yeah, right? Absolutely. It just there's that little bit of extra hope in my body where I'm like, okay, they beat Michigan, the team that we're about to play yeah. tomorrow, and they won. They came down from sixteen points and won. And it was with Kenneth Walker, their best player. Kenneth Walker ran for 25 yards against us. (laughs) All right, well, predictions? Predictions? So we can get into the the highlight of the episode, Troll. I personally, I know that I said I want it to be close, but what I was just getting into was the whole thing about, you know, Michigan State being beating Michigan and we beat Michigan State by so much, I legit think the Buckeyes will win 52-14. to 14. Wow. That's a bold. Yeah. So they're going to put up two touchdowns, two tutters. Yeah, that's it. I think our defense proved themselves against a Heisman candidate running back last week, and neither of Michigan's running backs are Heisman candidates. I, I, yeah. I just think that we proved we can stop them, so – what points are going to be scored besides maybe some lucky ones at the beginning of the game. I'm I'm that those 14 points are coming in the first half for them. Okay. I, despite everything I've said, and I'm trying to keep perspectives real here, but I still think at the end of the day, this is a better Ohio state team. So I'm going 42, 24. I think that, 
we're going to put up points, but I don't think it's going to be Michigan State point level. Right. And I think Michigan will score some per- – I think it's going to be kind of like what you said, only a little bit more exaggerated. I think it's going to be close in the first half, and then we're going to pull away. Right. And, Luke, just so you know, Ohio State is an eight-point favorite. Yeah. Okay. As far as the betting line goes. Okay. So what do you think, bud? I'm thinking uh, 28-35. 28-35. Us, wow, obviously. One uh, touchdown okay. game. 35-28. I, okay. I do. I, th- I think. I think. I like it. I like it. It's going to be close tomorrow. I think I Michigan's like going to put on, and I, I, put on a I, good show. I would be fine with seeing that game. As long as we win. As long as we win it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't, I don't care. Don't <laughs> yeah. But I would love to see a game like that where, like, maybe we get out to 38 early. <laughs> you know, and they're lower, and then they keep scoring where it feels like it's going to get close. Not where it's like, okay, Ohio State needs to come up with a touchdown to win yeah. the game type deal. Yeah, I think it, it might be us 14 zip, and they score, okay. and then we score, yeah. and they score, and it's going to kind of be like. Yeah. I, I like think that. also before we close this segment out, I think if we win this one, we're down to six games in the total series. So. Yeah. Michigan will be up by six. Unfortunately, we didn't play last year, so we missed out on that one. Could be making but it four. I had two. I have two sports goals in my entire lifetime. See Ohio State pass Michigan. Ohio State pass Michigan, and I'm not a Browns fan, but I want to see the Browns win a Super Bowl. Oh, I thought you I were would. gonna say you want to see the Pacers win an NBA title. No. Nope. I, the NBA is too. We want it. It's rigged. It's too rigged. <laughs> it's rigged. But still it's still Browns win a Super Bowl, and I'm not even a Browns fan. I just want to see it happen. That's Trust a sports me. goal of mine. Be but I oh would give every ounce of money that I have to a watch the game, even if we lost. Oh yeah, we, yeah. Just and if we won, oh my! I would name my child. Baker Mayfield, if that's who won it, <laughs> who, whoever is the MVP, whoever is yeah. the MVP of that Super Bowl, that's, that's I'm going to name a child, a dog, some something after that. Like like, like you said, 100%. even if we lost, just to have them be featured no, in the Super Bowl. No, that's not part. That I know. doesn't include. That's not included. Winning. You're saying to, winning. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. I, I get, get it. it. All right. So are we going to recap Thanksgiving? Here's the thing. Like, where's your plate of food, by the way? <laughs> this dude, here's the th- here's I the invited thing. this up. guy to come over and eat. So did he Thanksgiving food. So did he, and he was just like, "Nah." And yeah. I was like, "Dude, I'm offering you free food." Hold up, before we get into the Thanksgiving recap and football and beer. That's I, this was, what this I was something we thought would be a short episode again, and here we are, probably like an hour and a half already. Yeah, but. Anyway, it's so Thanksgiving Black Friday recap. I'll <laughs> recap mine real quick because mine was real quick. Anyway. You worked so on trucks. Caleb <laughs> invited me over for Thanksgiving. Luke invited me over for Thanksgiving as well. Uh, I worked through Thanksgiving. Big shout out to anyone that has to work on Thanksgiving or any holidays. Rise and, I don't have Rise and Grind. Rise and yep. Grind. That's what I posted on Instagram. Rise and Grind. Uh I work for a business that works 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, and I'm responsible for it. So there's no days off. But anyway, I'm except not a big f- except for Friday nights at 8 p.m. Right. I'm <laughs> yeah. not a big Thanksgiving <laughs> guy. For the boys. So 
I, my, the wife went home, Whitney went home to her family and spent Thanksgiving with them. I came home, stopped by Sheets on the way oh, home, hey. picked up a six pack of Bodie and a six pack of Land Grant. You should have got a sub. Ah, picked up a six pack. Yeah. Though, 12, 12 beers. Which I appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, which that's my rival. So yeah. that really took a big, I mean, some gumption. That's a and big, I walked in there big in my love's uniform. By Classic. <laughs> like, Power yeah, move why, right there. why would you not just go to the... I had my radio still on, by the way. Like, <laughs> why would you not... I had it ju- in my ear, like, with the radio and my love's uniform. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> why would you not just go to the actual gas station attached to your truck carrier? I can't buy beer from there. Not really? Yeah. Even if you're just leaving with it? Not that, allowed. That doesn't even make sense. I gotta go down the road to Sheets or That's whatever. That's garbage. Yeah. I'm sure trash you could rule somewhere. loves. Yeah. <laughs> loves. I'm calling you out. Well, everyone knows where I work now, so I work for Loves. But we don't but we know which. Lo- yeah, no, you have. No, I haven't. First I said episode, I work for a large travel stop. Oh, I'm pretty sure first episode. I remember you said. specifically not saying where <laughs> I work. Well, I, no, he actually works for Speedway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so. Whoops. Uh, well, I said it first, so I don't really okay, matter. I don't good. care. No one listens to this. Only a hundred. <laughs> Only a hundred people. Uh, anyway, I got two twelve or two six packs. Two sixers. Went home, had some leftover uh, Chick Fil A nuggets. Okay. With some Ballricks potato chips, <laughs> which if you're from Ohio, <laughs> Ballricks get mm. Ballricks all day to the veins with some hell of a good. Oh, so, hell of a good dip. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Man. Ball rush with hell of a good with leftover that chicken stuff nuggies is from Chick-fil-A. That was my fire. Thanksgiving dinner. And then I proceeded to drink a lot of beers and play Halo. Hey. And with get me? up to go to work the next <laughs> day. So that was my Thanksgiving. I fell asleep. Oh, Otherwise, awesome. I would have got on Halo as well. <laughs> Black Friday. Did anyone get anything for Black Friday? No, I had to work. I did get a new gun. But other than that. Oh, yeah. let's I hear got it. two things. I want. What'd you get? I got a brand new steam cleaner mm-hmm. for the wife. I was like, "Hey, it was a Christmas gift." Nope. It was a pre-Christmas gift. Come on. Mm. It takes the price down for the Christmas gift. I know, but you got to wrap that right? up and put it in a Christmas gift. No, it's strategy. You just get that, and then the Christmas gift can be way cheaper. And do you only be like, get? Do you, oh, you only got me this. I'll be like, yeah, but what about that? Steam do you only get one me? Christmas gift? No. Oh, no, I was gonna no, no. say you. No. That's. But anyway, I got that a and a headset for my Xbox. So. All right, you wanted to ask okay. him Let's, something? Yeah, I want to hear about what gun Luke got. Oh well, uh, I actually got. <laughs> that that is true. I got two. Um, so okay. I got a World War Two British Lee Enfield. Okay. Uh, chambered in three hundred three British and uh, ten ten round magazine, um, bolt action. Really cool. Really. Uh, Fun rifle to shoot. Yeah, uh, and then I got a 350 Legend uh, AR-15 nice. for hunting deer. I needed a good deer rifle. Ohio has uh, a poor law where you can't have a uh, a crimped rifle cartridge. You have to have a straight wall. Okay. Um, just probably because it's a, such a flat area, rifle round will travel far. So right. Um, yeah, I got three 350 Legend for uh, opening uh, gun season Monday. 
and uh, hopefully yeah. get a Were buck. we talking about Ohio laws? Yeah. Are you going to Are you going to talk about how awesome the are, fact is you can have a concealed carry and not have any permit? Did you Did you I was <laughs> going to say Did you one? hear that you're going to be able to carry a gun concealed for long without having constitutional carry? Oh, dude, yeah. there we go. Have you ever shot a gun, bud? Yeah, I have guns. Really? They're hidden for protection purposes in the walls. What's what? What's have you shot an AR? No, that I have not. I would you love got to. Handguns? Yeah. All right, okay. buddy, we gotta take them out. I would Absolutely. love to. Range yeah. day. Yeah, yeah I would love to. Actually, I did shoot an AR. My cousin Tim, he has one, and we went and like, we went to the range indoor. Obviously, this was in Minnesota, and oh, indoor range. Right. Know. This was the very first time I had ever okay. fired one, and so I probably fired it like five to ten times, roughly. And I was just like, eh. I'll buy the ammo and we'll go out and do a range day with oh, yeah. Roby. Because Roby has all the guns. Yeah, I, 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 I would love to do it outdoors. Not enough. I need more. Yeah, <laughs> I want to do it out. I feel like I'd have more oh, fun outside than. I, it, I've never shot in an indoor range, but I can't imagine it it's, compares to anything it's to just, like being outside. Yeah. Yeah, I. I want we'll to do it outside. Get you, we'll get you. We'll do, we'll put you through a qual competition and Ooh. get you a. We'll get him a we'll the old. Uh, what if it turns out CQB? I'm just an absolute yeah. sharpshooter? Hey, buddy, let's go back in. We'll I'm take down. on China by ourselves. Let's do it. I'll be. A, I want to be a sniper though. <laughs> I've always wanted be to be a armor. sniper. I've always <laughs> yeah. wanted to be a sniper. I'll issue him out. Cool. All right, we're getting we're getting way off. Yeah, troll two. No, no, troll no. Two. We did Thanksgiving. You only Thanksgiving recapped. Luke oh, yeah. didn't get to. Well, he talked about his guns. Yeah. What did you, okay, yeah. you do? So I had Thanksgiving with my mother and father, my wife, my daughter, and myself. Normally, we go to Emma's parents for Thanksgiving. Her parents had COVID. So we mm. couldn't go. What so, a shit fucking I know. thing. I know. And, and I feel bad for them because they also love Thanksgiving. So it was just. Not cool. They're out of their quarantine now, though. So we'll actually be seeing good, them tomorrow. Good. So it's all good. No big deal. But I will say this. Thanksgiving is, and Sean hates Thanksgiving. I don't hate you. He stated a bit ago, fuck Thanksgiving, if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, I'm just not <laughs> a Thanksgiving guy. Christmas Eve is right. There's so many better Th- holidays. No, than Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Okay. And it's oh, probably, so you're not American. It's probably because I'm fat. Fourth of July. Uh, you, fourth no, of July. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. I'll remember that. Do you want to listen to this? Do you want to listen to this? Listen. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because I care more about being with my family and eating the food and playing games than anything else. So that's why Thanksgiving is the best holiday you for me. Yeah, on the fourth of July, too. Yeah. You can also do that <laughs> shit on Christmas, but then people worry about the gifts. I don't care about the gifts. You could get me a fucking sack of shit, and I wouldn't care. Okay, I want to eat and be with my. I want to be with my family. Fourth of July, you gotta light off a firework. I don't want to do that. I don't have room for a firework. Yeah, but you get a big old sack of freedom. Yeah, and then I gotta go to a parade. I don't have time for (laughs) that. That's every holiday. No, there's no Thanksgiving parade in Hilliard, Ohio. Did you see where they had to put the Barney down for the Macy's Thanksgiving? Yeah, and Spider Man was eating his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. But that's they what had NFTs flying around. I man. know that was I, that's that, wild, that's wild that's shit, <laughs> wild shit. But that's what I'm saying. Those other holidays require extra involvement. 
Thanksgiving is eating and family. That's it. What does eating involve? Cooking. Yeah, who do, but you do that on a daily basis. No, I don't. Monday through Friday, you don't cook? No. Whitney cooks every Monday through Friday? Yes. Okay, but somebody I cooks. Clean up. Somebody cooks. That's a lot of work, cooking for a meal. Yeah, but it's awesome to do because, honestly, then I love cooking, honestly. I've always loved it. It's cool. Also, if I cook something, I'm like, hey, you should try what I made. I want you to tell me if it sucks or if it's good. Because what if I'm the next Michael Simon? <laughs> what if I'm Gordon Ramsay and I didn't My, even I fucking even know, know it? Michael Simon <laughs> yeah. is. He's a chef like Gordon Ramsay. Like what? I mean, what if you didn't know? Mm. That's my thing. I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. I'll I ate, never shit on anyone. I ate a shitload of food. My mom makes a legendary corn casserole. The Hawaiian rolls. Everyone's had King's Hawaiian rolls. Oh yeah, were like just nice and warm, perfect. The mashed potatoes were <laughs> on point. I've literally <laughs> eaten Thanksgiving for three straight meals. Lunch yesterday was the start, fresh. Dinner leftovers. Today, lunch leftovers. Leftovers, uh, dude, so, so good. The Thanksgiving bus. leftovers so good, like, might be better than the straight up out of the oven right, Thanksgiving. Right then and there. Yes, yeah, 100%. I agree. I, I think I have to agree with you on that. Sean, we're not honestly taking your opinion because Here's you fucking hate. You're not an American. I have a very sound opinion right here. So... Uh, I can't wait for I can, him to say no, turkey I can, sucks or something. I can, here's the thing. I can appreciate you and the fact that if Thanksgiving is the holiday that brings your family together, that that's why you like it. Right. tomorrow I'm going with my whole family to watch the game. Right. Oh, yeah. That's that your is, Thanksgiving. That is honestly right. like the game is a side part because – I don't know how everyone else's families work, but as some people don't have a family dynamic like we well, might right. have. Here's yeah. the thing. As I was growing up, my family was always together for Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, even though the food sucked, <clears throat> and Fourth of July and everything else, right? So all holidays were awesome. But tomorrow, like as everyone gets older and everyone grows up, my cousins have kids, my aunts and uncles have grandkids, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just, we don't get together as much anymore. And I kind of talked a, l- a little bit about this on the episode last week. And that's one of my favorite, absolute favorite things to do now, especially now that I'm older and I can have a drink with my cousins and family. It's so fun to get together with people for a holiday and an event like Thanksgiving or for me, the game tomorrow. Yeah. I'm yeah. so looking forward to it. I cannot But wait. that's see, that's what you look forward to every year is the game. Probably well, getting no, together. This with is family. the first time my family's done that for the game. Like but, normally it's like a holiday. So that's well, what I'm okay, saying. But that's is, what I'm saying. So it's like your holiday this time. Right. The only thing so here's the thing. I can get behind all holidays if it involves being a family and spending time with family. The only thing I don't get with Thanksgiving is the food because I fucking hate turkey. I'm okay, but you don't have to fan. have turkey. You can have ham. Uh, literally. Do you hate I've ham? I've never had ham at a Thanksgiving ever. I love ham. Okay, well ev- then you can every, have a ham. 
no no Thanksgiving I've ever oh, been to oh is cooked. Oh God, with ham. I've had hams more than I can ever. count. Like I and always it's almost eaten and more I always than the get turkey. shit on because I'm the dark meat guy. I like the dark meat. Hey, the hey, there's Shout nothing wrong that. with that. You can have whatever the hell you want. I heard from somebody earlier this week that they were like, "Oh, our Thanksgiving, we don't even have Thanksgiving. They're all Italian. They legitimately just cook Italian food." Like what Mar- chicken, what chicken Parmesan. This whole family's Italian, dude. We, like, we you yeah. don't have to have. Yeah, we had some. We had some good egg, eggplant Parmesan. That's we had what I some, mean. Um, Flat Earth cookies. Some, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we had some of those. Sheesh. We had some of those. <laughs> Meg made some a uh, bomb ass blueberry cheesecake. See, oh that's what I mean. God, you don't have to have turkey, and the fact that you're shitting on Thanksgiving. Oh, you want to hear for this? Turkey on top of shitting on Thanksgiving. Don't stop <laughs> shitting on to, it. I talked to Whitney and her family yesterday and talk about making an apple pie, and they're gonna. She's gonna bring me home some. She didn't they bring ate it, it all. Because oh, it was that good. Yeah. Well. Because Thanksgiving's the best fucking holiday, you oh douche. My gosh. No, it's not, dude. No, it's not. You're just a sourpuss. Because you hate turkey. Because you hate turkey. Forever. You're a sourpuss. We, we, we need to move on than, to the, let's talk the about main event. Worse than Thanksgiving. The, the main troll card. Two. Okay. Troll here's what I have to say to two. start off. Troll two. <laughs> Trent Bailey. Okay, I shouldn't have said his last name. I just added it in there. I'll edit that out. Yeah, edit that out. Trent, fuck you. Fuck you, Trent. Literally, you asked us. Trent, I love you because that was amazing. You asked us to review this movie. And honestly, an hour and a half of my life, I will never get back. Never get back? And what I want to say about this movie is (sighs) this. I know it was in the 90s. It wasn't like it was a 2010 movie where it had cool CGI or whatever. But, like, I'll go back to the very beginning of the movie. The intro chase scene? (laughs) No. I'm going to go back to even, I mean, very beginning. When the wife tucks in the little boy, you know, when he's seeing his grandpa for the first time, whatever. Then she walks into her daughter's room, who's absolutely lifting weights like a fucking Olympic champion. What an outfit. Okay, yeah. Hey, she was what, a babe. Yeah, yeah. what was that? that was but the then 80s she right there. leaves, okay, and goes into her bedroom, kisses her husband, who has his shirt completely unbuttoned. <laughs> Does anyone did anyone else notice that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Then they like clearly cut the scene and they went to another part where they're sitting up together. His shit is completely buttoned all the way up to the to the neck. Hey. And I just went. That's the shit I was looking for the whole that, movie. Something that little at the very be- <laughs> like That's five minutes into the movie. Ten minutes in, maybe. And we can't even keep the shirt unbuttoned to make it seem like regular. Let's talk about how here's that my acting. First, here's my how first awesome note. The, them talking, dude, I about off to myself here's my first note that literally defines the whole movie called troll 2 yet they call them goblins the yes. whole movie <laughs> no point in the movie did they, did they ever, ever say, say troll yes Not that is once. a fact the they called them goblins was nilbog which is goblin yeah backwards yeah <laughs> that was my first note but also, i was like what <laughs> what i want to know is what at any point in time, did that girl's boyfriend have to do with any of it? Because 
Nothing. At the very beginning, he scared the little boy at the because he clearly got the wrong room. Yeah, because he was climbing the ladder to get up to her room. Yeah, and then she was like, "Won't you come with me tomorrow?" He's like, "Yeah," and then he doesn't show up. But yeah, he's in an RV, <laughs> right, with, with his, his friends, with, his, with his buddies drinking Mountain Dew. My note from like, that scene is, "Sister's a little slut." Yeah, yes. Because <laughs> meanwhile, like, they're in the room. They're like, I don't know, like. 15 16 talking about like sex oh and no shit, they which, were older than that because the one dude well in real life smoking, I'm like saying like no, these but, kids have to be like 15 in like the movie the old. one dude pulls a cigarette out his friend, in the one yeah. scene and it goes out and that's when he sees the hot girl walk by but and this he is the 90s. runs after her literally like, 1990 i know i know i know they're talking about like teenage sex and i'm yeah. like all right. So well, my my note was, mom's acting sucks. So does sucks. the daughter. <laughs> Sister's a little slut. Did you not see, hear her in the scene when the, the boyfriend is up in the room and she jumps on the bed and then he jumps on the bed and she's like, you know, I'm not into group sex yeah. Yeah. because yeah. he's obsessed with his yeah. friends or whatever. Like, dude, when she said horrible. that, I was like, that was so out of the blue. Like, why did she even have to say that? My mom favorite... and sister were horrible. Oh, absolutely. Oh. absolutely. My favorite part is when the kid started peeing on the food. Yeah. Oh, every... You're jumping yes. ahead. Dude. I, I... Oh, man. I still got. So no, many well, but... <laughs> but everyone was frozen, but you could clearly see oh, they I, were yeah. shaking. Yeah. And they were, they were yeah. trying to stay still. The, no. When the when the, when they it. got to the one part of the scene where the, the dad was holding the cup in his <laughs> mouth, you could see him drinking the liquid. And I was like, oh, my God. Are you kidding on? me? Can I pause us real quick? I want to just go over Troll 2, what the premise of the story is. Please do. And give us the background <laughs> of Troll 2. Because we kind of just jumped we right did. into it because we're so excited. <laughs> but Troll 2 is about a vacationing family who discovers that the town, entire town that they're visiting is inhabited by, not trolls. Goblins. Goblins. Disguised as humans who plan to eat them. So this movie has a 3 out of 10 on IMDb. Wow. And a five, a whopping five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Five percent. So on Rotten Tomatoes, they have a critics consensus uh, section where they give a statement on the movie. So Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus is, oh my god, <laughs> that's it, just oh my god. Uh, All right, so that's accurate. Here's where we get into... I, th I found this interesting. So, Troll 2 is a 1990 comedy horror film directed by Claudio Fragasso. What a name. It was produced under the title Goblins. So, it was produced under the title Goblins, right? But the American distributed distributors marketed it as a sequel to the 1986 horror film Troll. Mm. So that explains okay. why it was originally like they were marketed it as goblins, but they wanted it marketed as a sequel to the film Troll. That's why it was called Troll 2. Meanwhile, the whole film was made under the title Goblins. <laughs> so that's why, that makes like sense, I then. said, Did they it say goblins. Any connection movie. to Troll, though? No, oh. not when it was made. Hmm. However, the two films have no connection. 
No. This movie features no trolls. (laughs) The plot concerns a family pursued by vegetarian goblins who seek to mutate them into plants so that they can eat them. Can I just say one thing before we get way too far? Uh, Troll 2 is the first people to discover Airbnb. Yeah. Because... Oh. Or, I thought they or, were doing an old wife swap. Wi- yeah. I was going to say, or That's, wife yeah. swap, one of the two, because when they showed up to that house... And they were pissed that they were late. They were pissed that they were late, A. I mean, the family was weird with, the, obviously, the <laughs> shit that was on their foreheads and whatever. But uh, I got you another beer. It's right there. Yeah, I know, but you keep handing me the higher percenters. Well, you you hate you bush, light. bush light. You hate bush light. So, I mean, you, you, you need to keep one. those taste buds. Meanwhile, them. two eleven percent. Then get a bush light. I you hate it, so I didn't I grab it for I you. Do. Uh, but then on top of that, they handed them the keys for their house. Yeah. But then they never left. Nope. Mm-mm. Which I thought we'll was kind of. Oh, I know we're gonna get into that more, but I was like, okay, they were the first people to be like. Let's house swap. It was definitely like, an Ako Taco interaction. It was, it was literally so weird. <laughs> so weird. So production was rife with difficulties, and it was due to a you language barrier between the Italian-speaking crew oh. and the English-speaking cast. <laughs> so cool. about a boo, I can about only a boo, imagine, <laughs> as someone who exactly. deals with foreign people on a daily basis, how frustrating that was. But the producer, Joe D'Amato, his appra- oh, he had a very low-budget approach to filmmaking. We anyway, the resulting <laughs> film is considered yep. by some as one of the worst movies ever made. In subsequent years, the film gained a cult following and gammered a large fan base. Though generally review- viewed as a poor-made horror film, the filmmakers stated that it was always intended to be a comic film, which that's the, the classic, like, oh, yeah. I meant to do that. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, because <laughs> they did not mean to do that. And then I think no. they realized when the movie was done and they put it together, they're like, oh, my God, oh, this, yeah. is this is bad. The classic, yeah, I, I totally meant to do that. I yeah. mean, the fact that, I mean, straight at the very beginning of the, the movie, when the kid is having that dream and he's freaking out and, like, the green blood... <laughs> Or whatever that was supposed to be is pouring bud. from his head. Or, it was just like you could see, like he was sweating prior to <laughs> that happening, and there was green spots. <laughs> and you, then all of a sudden, it just was like full fledged <laughs> flowing. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Even before that, when when the goblins were chasing that that one main dude through the forest, yes, like when the grandpa was telling the story, yeah. Like in the music and everything, I'm like, what? What am I watching My right now? My first note before I knew anything, and I'll close out because I got one more sentence. <laughs> so, in the child star from the movie, the little guy, yeah, he made a documentary based on the movie later. So we might have to watch that sometime. I was gonna say to see, but he's probably making fun of it. He <laughs> has to be. First yeah. note from the movie was. There's no way these fucking goblins are catching this guy. <laughs> He's hauling ass. And they're fucking Ewoks through yeah. the woods, dude. Oh, That's yeah. all I could think of. Yeah. Dude, like, and, and the way that they looked 
like especially the one scene where <laughs> they park the camper and the dude's out smoking the cigarette outside of the camper yeah. and the girl's running and he's like hey wait and then he runs after that and tackles hilarious. her on the ground and then they she's like speared. they're right there <laughs> and he goes oh and then he walks <laughs> in and he's just yeah. walking within them and he's like you all better go home <laughs> and then he stands back and as slow as can be, the one flips the thing and launches it. And his heart. And it sticks straight. <laughs> it wasn't even his heart. It was like, it was like his right collarbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they take him back and they turn him into a tree because he won't drink the green juice to yeah. just turn him into a vegetable. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I was so confused. Getting back towards the beginning of the movie, my second note of the whole movie <laughs> Grandpa Seth has no business watching this kid. He's oh, also not dead. But I said, That's oh, true. wait, he's not. Because, like, I typed that note, and then he's like, he, he's not watching the kid. Because he's, like, literally telling his grandson about this kid or about, okay, like, the beginning's not so scary. It's like, goblins chasing this guy through a jungle, whatever, fairy tale. Like, okay, I can understand that. And then he's talking about them melting them down and eating them. Yeah. And I'm like, this grandpa is a little extreme <laughs> right here. Like, there's this should not be a thing. Well, and the mom says at the very beginning, she looks at the dad and she's like, tell me about the goblins. And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I why is this movie called Troll 2? Right. <laughs> Like I was expecting there, like that one troll that was all, or I call it the troll, but that one goblin that was at the very beginning that had the, the face that was in the very very end and whatever. Like I thought that was gonna be, do you want some the troll? But it was that chick that was like a weird witch that her teeth had braces and they were brown, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then she was all of a sudden like a porn star. Credence. Credence, yeah. I won't let you forget about Credence, but I have notes on her. Would she do, like, make the dude get off by throwing popcorn on him? It like, was the 80s, bud. It was the 80s. I didn't understand I, that at all. The in, the intro was like a, a, a Princess Bride approach. Yeah. That's, what, yeah. that's the vibe I got. But what was the point of the popcorn flowing? On? And then when they showed him by himself and the popcorn kernels were in his ear, I was like, like yeah, no that dude's literally going to have to go to the hospital when he's <laughs> <Yeah>. done filming. <laughs> like that so, shit is in his ear drum, like going to yeah. have to be removed. For anyone that's lost. So the movie starts out with basically a fantasy story where a character is being chased by a bunch of these goblins, right? And we it also I don't know if you're listening to this and you fucking are worried about spoilers from Troll 2, but sorry. You, you, there's no way you can be worried about spoilers, spoilers. from anyway, this. Anyway, character being chased by <laughs> goblins, right? And it turns it's out Gam- Grandpa is telling one of the main characters, Joshua, this story about these goblins. Anyway, Grandpa turns out to be dead. We have no idea He's what he is. He's not dead, though. We He's have no idea what he is. God. And this family decides to go on a vacation. And it's a vacation to a town called Nilbog. And Nilbog is where they go and do this house swap that we talked about earlier with this other family. So this other family is supposed to be going to 
our main character's house and they're staying in this other family's house. Anyway, while they're staying in this other family's house is where all this shit takes place. The town of Nilbog is literally goblins because Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards. So while they're in Nilbog, what we'll talk about going forward is what happens. So once (laughs) I I just want to give like, I feel like people could be lost because this movie is all like, it's so bad. And Trent, once again, screw you because this was the biggest waste of an hour and a half of my life. I love you to death, but why would you suggest, I thought there was going to be like an actual funny portion of this. It's, literally the worst movie of all time i'll tell you a <laughs> of funny portion the... my fa- one of my favorite scenes whole movie they're on the car ride like the the car ride for the vacation yeah. <laughs> and the mom is like hey joshua sing that song i like so oh, much yes and he's like <laughs> he starts singing row row row, row your boat, boat. Yeah. and i'm like what and he's just singing row 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 your boat Sing that song I like so much. Well, and, and they all sing Row, Row. It's like they couldn't think of anything. Anything else. And they just sang Row, Row, Row Your Boat well, And my, my two things that, or I should say three things that just threw me off of this whole movie was, one, when the boy is like at that random meet, cult meeting that they're having. Yeah. And he has yeah. his uh, uh, longboard just perfectly somehow positioned on the board that was not there at the very beginning. <laughs> when he placed the board down, there was no wood that was near it. But yet when he was literally sta- looking through the hole and he moves the board, it's moving his his long board. And then eventually he moves it and it goes down the thing. I was like, how, did, how is this perfect, touching yeah. the, the long board to begin? Like, yeah. It literally made no sense. Two was the very end of the movie when he's there and they're like, your mom is so good. And they come downstairs and his mom is apparently on the kitchen counter and she's disintegrated into a vegetable. Except her boobies for her are there. Boobs her only. boobies are there. I was like, <laughs> boobs only. <laughs> boobs only are, like what? Clearly that was like a last second thing. And then uh, the third one was... Um, the scene where it was the kid and the grandpa standing at the wall, you know, where the girl sticks her hand in and when her hand gets chopped off, she puts it in there. Yeah. But then she gets a hand again. You know, like yeah. in the yeah. middle. So when the grandpa and the boy are pushing up against it and they're like, the goodness is what's going <laughs> to help right. this. And then the grandpa's like, I have to go now. And he disappears. But yet you can still see his whole silhouette. <laughs> like they, he didn't disappear at all his silhouette is still there and they're showing the boy like looking that direction and his silhouette is just like it never went away and <laughs> clearly it was meant to be that he was gone. what what got me is when they uh froze and they were all still and the kids oh, yeah. walking around and then he gets on the table and he he pees all over their food and then the scene right after when the dad is like carrying upstairs. Yeah. And he throws him on the bed and he's tightening his belt. And he's like, I'm tightening. My- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm tightening my belt one notch yeah. to, to curb su- the hunger, to pains. suffer from the hunger pains or curb the hunger. And pains. he's like, I used to do this all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> and I, I, the whole time when he 
started doing that, I thought he was taking his belt yeah. off to like, I was like hit him with right, the that, belt. That's what I thought. I thought and he goes, well, Joshua's about to get raped. Exactly. <laughs> I was and like, then he's oh. like, oh, this, oh no. This is taking a turn for the for I was the like, oh no. What? He's just tightening because he's he doesn't want to be hungry. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's literally the next note I have was oh, them my God. freezing when they sit down to eat and they're all shaking. The only note the I had before that. dad is drinking his Drink. Was before that their visual effect, if you know anything about filmography, was close ups on the face. Like, oh, yeah, every two seconds it was a close up, like on the character in the car. It was like the mom saying, Joshua, play that song y'all want so much. And Josh was like, Row, row, row your boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah, all yeah. like, just everything was a close up on the face. I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is. I was like, this is like literally the fucking what's the uh, Christmas movie that with uh, National Lampoons. National yeah. Lampoons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I was like, this is National Lampoons taken down ten. Nine. Well, and I thought it was pretty funny when they were actually like doing that whole video scene of them in the car because clearly you could tell that each one of them was holding the camera. Yeah, <laughs> focusing on the person right. diagonal to right. them to film that whole shot because they were legit driving. Like yeah. you looked at the semis and the cars like driving behind them, and I was like, "This is not a green screen." Like they're legit <laughs> driving. They're each holding the camera, filming this scene. Yeah, when <laughs> when, he, when he meant low budget, <laughs> he wasn't kidding. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then my next two notes, which. First one was Master the Masters of the Gridiron is better than this. Next one, Credence is overact overreact or overacting, but a babe. Cause I knew I agree. at that moment I, I was like, she's gonna turn into a babe. Yeah. I'm telling you. To seduce she, it's gonna yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I and I will say, uh I and this has nothing to do with either of those things. This is the last thing I thought of. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was pretty funny how she, the sister was like, oh, meet me tomorrow at 8 o'clock or whatever. And he was like, yes, I will. And then <laughs> they're in there. the car. And she's like, we should have just waited 15 more minutes. minutes. Yeah, or whatever. Or an hour and she's late. like, <laughs> and waited the, an the, hour the, and dad, the dad goes, it's we left at 930. We were supposed <laughs> to leave at 8 o'clock. I'm like, holy shit. They le- waited an hour and a half. Like. like, oh, my God. I, oh, I, I died laughing at that, which has nothing to do with what we were li- <laughs> literally just so talking about. But. but Here's my next note, and I feel like you guys might have an opinion on this because this Send is it. a hot take from the movie. What's with people willingly eating green shit? The, what do you mean? The mm. hamburger in the plastic wrap that was green? I didn't think they actually ate it. The His buddy. His buddy. Oh, that one with dude, With the yeah. sheriff? Oh. Yeah. Well, it was a sh- hamburger. Is yeah. clearly the sheriff was talking to him, so he shit. he didn't know what to do. He no. was like, "The sheriff is talking to me. Like, yeah. I need to do what he says." The, <laughs> when they first get to the house, and literally all the shits oozing green, like, come on, I'm, dude, am I the only one that saw the, that? The People dude, just willingly the, eating shit, eat, like a hamburger. Yeah. First off, if anyone hands me a hamburger wrapped in plastic wrap probably not eating it even if the you're starving and a police officer oozing, tells you it's oozing green shit uh, yeah not yeah. eating it 
What about the uh, random ass scene where the dude won't drink the green drink with the with the girl? Oh, that he like tackled. Yeah, I thought yeah. for sure she was gonna be a troll or no, a I goblin. Thought, I thought that I thought the too. I thought that the goblin was gonna like make them do weird shit together. Or she something. turned out to be a pretty good looking chick, but she turned she into a to, plant. She got turned but into then chlorophyll. He wouldn't drink the drink, so she just attached tree limbs to him and turned him into a tree. Yeah, dude, that's credence, bro. I didn't get I mean, that though because like. Other people didn't drink the drink, and they were captured, and they didn't get turned into a tree. Well, the thing so is... So I didn't get the point of She uh, had why to have a pet. It kind of explained it. But yet she sawed him down with a chainsaw. Yeah, but the, what she was... <laughs> and he liked it. Do you remember him? He was like... <laughs> well, what she was pouring on him was called clear water, right? I, and I no it idea. has a revival uh, aspect to it. So that's where the band Credence Clearwater Revival came from. I, I, I'm I not listening to that because I know that is a fake statement. <laughs> and I can't. I'm not. I'm not listening to that. Nope. Nope. Because this is this is one of those great moments. band, by the way. Shout out to that was CCR, honestly baby. a great way to say that because I would have believed it. But I know oh. you and I'm not believing look that, that shit. shit anymore. Right I don't, now. Look at him. He, oh, he thought he had us. <laughs> <laughs> you thought he had us, but I will say oh, if only you guys had a couple more beers. Uh, no, it yep, doesn't matter nope, how nope. many beers I'd have. I would now know I'm not believing anything you say <laughs> because it's the same shit every time. <laughs> if somebody new was here, they would be like, are you kidding? <laughs> what? Clearwater Revival. Oh, my That's God. Where it came from 1990 <laughs> film Trolls 2. Check I it can't. out. I I'm honestly. I don't know how long we've been doing this. Probably For going on two hours. Two oh two. Okay. Oh, yep. Geez. And we don't even have a guest. Oh, I mean, we do. Luke, our new producer slash sound engineer. I got guest. one note that but I gotta talk about before we end it. I'm giving it a three out of ten. That's what IMDb gave it. Yeah, I'm giving it a three out of ten. It was a movie, so mm-hmm. I'll, that's why it gets a score. But it I was, was horrible. I was at a horrible. three out of ten with you, but. <laughs> the boobies but gave you a four nope. out of ten. <laughs> Guess what saved the day? What did? Double decker bologna sandwich saved. The I day. remember Ooh. that. What? Why were they so scared of that? I don't know. I have no idea. But you know who loves a bologna sandwich? You do. This guy. That guy. Yeah. So Blogman. they're in the cabin, trapped with credence. And she, for is some she still reason, credence at that point, though? Out of nowhere, Joshua's like, I got a double-decker bologna sandwich. Yeah, where did he get that? Was it in his backpack? <laughs> I, or I have no did, idea. Did his grandpa <laughs> give it to him? Like, right before he... Highly likely. Shit yeah. her pants, dude. Yeah. It was game over from the moment. So I'll give it a five. Maybe everybody, the Italian producers didn't like <laughs> bologna. Everybody touch the wall. Give it goodness. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Anytime a fucking bologna sandwich <laughs> saves the day, that's when you know you like so that's why it's a five. <laughs> give me a it, five. It totally makes sense. Oh, my oh God, man. man, all day. Also, weird sexual undertones the whole movie. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yep. 
Oh, it was fun to watch. I really want to hear what Luke has to I'm, say about uh, it. I like my point seven five, so I'm giving it a two point seven five. <laughs> <laughs> two point seven five, three and a five. That's right. Five or both. Wow. I mean that's... The thing is, I got some suggestions from watching that movie on Hulu. So there's like Santa <laughs> oh. with a sword. Okay. It's but called Santa's sword. Before we continue too far, then don't let me get off too topic too much. But um, another buddy of mine, because I told him we were reviewing a movie finally, and I told him it was Troll 2, and he was like, never heard of that, because why would anybody <laughs> have heard of this? Uh, he goes... You need to review the movie Tusk. Oh, I heard that is. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I've also wild. He talked about it a little bit and I was like, don't spoil it. So I think let's have you guys seen next review Krampus yet? Is that all? Uh, Is that the like the the Krampus, like the Santa, the bad, the Krampus? I don't think I've seen it. It's got the dude from Ricky Bobby in it. Will Ferrell, yeah. Well, no, no the other no. guy. Who's the other John? Uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, John C. Yeah. Riley. I've never seen. That's that, a good think. Christmas ridiculous movie to watch. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know what Tusk. My about, buddy but. said Tusk, and all he told me was, was it Bobby? Yes, because he was on the show. So I, you yeah. Say Bobby. Okay, Bobby Sneed. <laughs> he said, watch the movie Tusk. So I feel well, like we need it. to watch that, and I've heard that it's quite scary. Well. Not scary, but just weird. But probably better acting than uh, what we just watched. Tusk and Troll, too. So I think we go Tusk for the next one because it's not Christmas <laughs> yet. Then after next episode after that, we go Krampus. We got to do Krampus before Christmas because Krampus is That's what I mean. a okay. Christmas okay. one. So Tusk, Tusk for next first. episode. Okay. Then Krampus for the episode after that. I, I think that's fair. It. Also... Oh Jesus! Jesus. No, we, never mind. See, I thought we were gonna watch Trolls gonna too, which is a totally different totally movie. Different from movie. Troll yeah, totally two. different movie. Yeah, totally different movie. I was gonna watch yeah, like a, gonna a Disney Plus movie. Anybody who's gonna watch it, yeah, make sure you look for Trolls. I thought it was gonna be two. that Trolls too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trolls yeah, two no, is actually like a nice movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a kid. My kid daughter would watch Disney that. Yeah, movie. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, no, it wasn't the one. No. Oh, new season of uh, Saved by the Bell on Peacock. Oh my goodness! Ooh, I don't know how okay, I feel about well, anyway, before anyway. we get too far, are you are you ready to talk about next week's episode? Or are you still talking next about next week's a big week? Are, are you still are talking you about the movie? or Are you going to the next thing? Well, I was just going to talk about how amazing the Grinch, who stole Christmas, was, but we we're not going to talk about that. Well, I've never seen the gonna, new new one. We're going to get into a whole other segment if we do that. Yeah, we no, need to no. No. Bottle that. We'll bottle it. <laughs> next week episode. Next week's episode. We have a guest. We have a guest. No. Which we no. will not be recording on Friday as we normally do. We will be recording on Sunday. That is the current plan. Um, we're going to be interviewing a guest, uh, the owner of Seabutts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> have a- <laughs> having see a, butts. Having a little, I love it. Having a little bit of rough go it. there. Let's see uh, some butts, bud. See bus bites and booze. Ooh. Uh, is the Instagram account. Uh, my friend Jenny, she owns that. Uh, Jenny. So she's gonna come on. 
I believe her husband is also going to come, Zach. Super nice couple. Um, I've known them since college. I haven't seen them in, gosh, I can't tell you how long. They just moved back to Columbus from Seattle. Uh, She started this account. They love to go out to eat, and they've tried so many places, and we were like, okay, we have to have them on because we talk about, like, favorite places to eat, and we're trying to eat at different places every week. Like, they've had a bunch of stuff. So it'll be awesome to see them again and interview them about, you know, different restaurants and whatever. So that'll be a bunch of fun. So excited about doing that. And uh, yeah, on top of that, I mean, as Sean has mentioned a couple times throughout the episode, don't forget to follow us on social media where you can find out when we're going to post the episodes. Uh, you can find this episode uh, on Columbus underscore uncut on Instagram uh, at Columbus underscore uncut on Twitter. We'll post it on there as well. And then I'll also tag our uh, link tree in the notes uh, as well as if you have an RSS or you can go to RSS.com, search uh, Columbus Uncut. It'll pop up. It'll direct you to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, where if you don't even want to go to any of those things, you can just go there and type Columbus Uncut, and you can find us. So oh, yeah. not too bad. This episode is probably going to get posted a little bit later than our other ones do because it's actually being professionally recorded. So we're going to finish up here. Luke's going to take this goodness back to his house. Oh, yeah. Run it through, through the a, software. a beautiful software that's going to make us sound like we're Joe Rogan and freaking Elon Musk or whoever <laughs> else is on. And uh, next thing you know, we're going to post this shit online. So Done right. deal. that's all I know. Sean, you got anything else to say, Luke? Anything? No, I'm good. Nope. Looking forward to having our guests on next week. And, and I'm looking forward to having professional sound right from here on out. And thank you to our producer. Absolutely. I'm happy to be aboard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's close it out with that. Like uh, absolutely got amazing sound quality this week. So Luke, this is your chance. Tag anything you want. Thank you for coming on. Here's, uh, I'm going to say one thing that we have. This It's going to be an issue. And I'm going to tell you right now. Luke's going to produce this podcast for, let's say, a couple months. Okay. That's probably 10 episodes. Okay. People are going to realize how good it is. They're going to yank him away because he's going to make money off of it. He'd never We're not giving him me. any money. We're just giving him a couple of beers. And we he's going to go, He'd hey, never do that to me. hey nope. they're going to give me correct. 100K to produce their podcast. No way. You'd never do that, bud. First, nobody would pay me 100K no to do that. Hey, if I got ever, true friends, buddy. If, they ain't going to If we get real rich, Sean's, Sean's, gonna, my, ride for, Sean's hey, my ride or die. If we so. get rich, we're paying you 100K minimum. <laughs> minimum. Right. Done deal. Done deal. Well, thank you all. Appreciate it. It's been a great episode. Episode number nine. Next week, episode number 10, and then we're on to season two. Season two of the podcast. After that. All right, Roby, you got a business to plug your videographer. Plug whatever you got to plug. Plug it up. Plug it up. Say again? (laughs) Plug up your business. That way 
people who might be listening might want to book you for a wedding. Or absolutely. Or absolutely. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just follow me at uh, underscore Luca Joseph on Instagram. I don't have Twitter or any of that fun stuff but uh yeah instagram give me uh give me a shout out and um you know check check out my work i uh, i do video and photo for weddings and uh on the side and i love it absolutely love it it's my passion so and speaking of one last thing next week first time ever this podcast will be recorded on video as well yes it will so we'll be throwing our stuff up on youtube you can watch our reactions and our Ed Bassmaster hand motions towards each other when we go, psh, psh, all that good stuff. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Uh, thank you all for joining us. By all means, go on, check out uh, Luke, uh, amazing videographer, photographer. He'll undersell himself all night, but <laughs> he also has a drone and he can drone videography your bullshit wedding that you want to <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> i'll make it sweet video anyway <laughs> uh definitely worth it glad we could have him on glad he's here for the future and it pays to know people because we didn't have to pay shit for this so <laughs> we got free audio and for life. we're going so uh that's it that's it have a good night thank you guys